And it was constantly a battle that you had to go through and it was exhausting and emotionally, uh, emotionally, physically, mentally, it was exhausting. And you still have to come home and go, Hey baby girl, how you doing? And act like nothing is wrong because the only thing that that can't touch is your kids. Regardless of what's going on between you and the, the other parent, you can't let it touch them because it taints them. And it's so unbelievably difficult, more so than being single or being lonely or being anything else, is that balance act of you trying to be a normal human being and being a mom. There is nothing like it. It is the try most not to lose exhausting your job ever. Exhausting. Welcome to the Inquisitive Nobody. I am your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared what is going on everyone we have another great episode for you today with two lovely guests and uh the episode is episode 66 single motherhood and dating after dad the trials tribulations and tales of both experiences all right, we're going to get into it. You know, single motherhood had to bring up this uh, topic with all the other topics that I've been uh, coming up with the last couple of weeks. And um, we have here amazing, defiant, beautiful women and mothers up in the heezy, all right, that I've known for quite some time. Um, welcome, Sorellis and Jackie. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us here. It's exciting. What's going on? Really excited about this. Really? Yes. yes. Very excited, you know, just to share thoughts on uh, what it's been like. The struggles. The struggles. So so I've heard. The struggles on both ends, I believe. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. So, but first, first, let's um <clears throat> do some... Uh, uh, housekeeping, as they say. So uh, yesterday, September 30th, was International Podcast Day. So I'm happy that I'm getting back into this uh, routine. I, I love doing this, and I love having all the guests that I have from past, present, and the future. So thank you for that. Oh, happy uh, podcast day. <laughs> or podcast belated. Day. Belated. And, um, I mean, we're we're two weeks, two weeks out until it's over, but... Congratulations to you, to you guys, because it's National Hispanic Heritage Month. Oh, oh yes, 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 thank you. <laughs> Muchas gracias. <laughs> Sometimes we remind our children mm-hmm, who we are. Yeah, right. Um, no, yeah, but that's awesome. But um, okay, first, first, before we get into all like the questions and stuff, man, Sorellis, how how long has it been since we've known each other? Oof. I am, hold on, I literally have to take out the calculator. I mean, I know. Just do you really? I mean, I don't know the the, the day, but I, I mean, know, I know, I know, I know, I know the, the year. Day, but let me Definitely. see. I know where. Going to be, I remember where. where. <laughs> 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. 90, yeah. It's been 20 years. Yeah, yeah, 90, yeah, 99. Yeah. Wow. 
That's insane. I graduated high school in 99. Oh, pobrecita. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's yeah, fine. 99. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, oh, w- would you want to say where we met, Jackie? <laughs> uh, I'm going to assume the Warner Brothers store. Yes. In, yeah. Uh, Pram Spark Mall. Yes, yes, yes. Many, yes, many moons did. ago. Yes, many, many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like just yesterday sometimes, but yep. Mm-hmm. That's where our friendship started. I know, right? It's freaking, freaking crazy. But um, yes. So yeah, I remember my store, um, in New York was closing down, so they were just shipping out, you know, the employees yes. to other places. So your store was the yep. nearest, and we still had a couple months left. Yes, I think when you got there, we didn't even know we were closing down at that time. Oh. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the employees are always the last to know. But it was such an easy friendship from the beginning. Oh, yeah. And then um, my sister was working there. Yes. So it, it just became just something different. It literally was like one of the only workplaces that I had been in that we were all like a family. Yeah. yeah and to continue that on 20 years later is yeah. insane to me. Seen like. Everything. Marriages. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. The ups, the downs, the the beautiful, the ugly. Like that's it's been amazing. Yeah. I can't believe it's been twenty years. Yeah. And and yeah, and I've and I've yeah, I mean there, there was like a lull where I like I was gone for some reason, but it wasn't like a falling out or anything. Yeah, no, it's no, just no, no. Life, it was, life yeah, happens. no, but it, that's exactly. life. It it yeah. happens, but it's it was just life. Even even now, like I don't think we've seen each other for it's been a while. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. easy to pick up where you where you left where off. Because yeah. it's right, not... and you and you blended so flawlessly with our family mm-hmm. that it's. I think that's what's been the 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 lasting factor in in our friendship because we grew up so close to our cousins, and it was like, all right, you became friends with me, you became friends with my sister, you became friends with my cousin and the other cousin. So it's like. I know everybody. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's been such a long time that, like, what was it? Just only a couple weeks ago that I was there at your oldest sweet yes. sixteen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's insanity to me. <laughs> that is insane. It's That's... complete insanity. Yeah. I can still remember like our times at Warner Brothers yeah. and, and hanging around and joking around and and closing the store together and folding this and folding that like it was yesterday. And then it's like, wait, no. That wasn't yesterday. It was no. twenty years 20 ago. Twenty freaking years ago. It, time time really flies, but like yeah, you, but you still feel all of it. You felt all yeah, of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's crazy. Um, I but I don't know when I actually met you, Jackie. I mean, I know it's been a while as well, but I really. It's not like it's been like, oh, I've only known you for two years. No, <laughs> you I, know? I, I'm sure it's been at Sue's house because, sure. um, you know, we we live so close and and we grew up so close mm-hmm. that. You know, they're our sisters. They're, we're yeah. cousins, but they're our sisters. So sure. I'm sure at some point, some family party, we met. Yeah, yeah. De- definitely, something. definitely. Something. <laughs> something, something. It was a Tuesday. We had taco night. You came <laughs> <for Halloween. laughs> That's funny. All right. So, all right. Let's get down to brass tactics. All right? Here we go. This is for the both stuff. of you. This is, both, this is for both of you. Okay. So, first question. Who were you one year before you became a mother? Me? Okay. Um, 
one year before I became a mother. Yeah. I who was, who was Sorellis? Uh, young. <laughs> okay. Naive. Um, I was very much in love. Um, I was a, a military girlfriend. Okay. Um, my boyfriend, who then became my husband, was was in Kuwait when the when the war started. Um, but I was very much like in and about the life of the military and and supporting my man and and um, wasn't really interested in anything that had to do with me personally I was more involved with his stuff sure more than anything else because he was making such a huge life sacrifice and and everything that was going on um definitely a completely different person than I've been I don't know maybe three years later seven years ten years mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. yeah I don't, I don't even think I thought I was going to be a mom at that point, mm-hmm. um, let alone married. At that point, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's who I was. Yeah, because I, during my time there, I I met your uh, then boyfriend, or you know, and I was like, oh, okay, like this is this is a this isn't even like a work family. This is a family. Family, yeah. <laughs> we took a little overboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was it was, it was very interesting. Um, Jackie, who were you one year before you became a mother? Well, I just graduated high school. I had just started college. I didn't really know what I was doing. I knew what I wanted to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't figure it out. So I really can't tell you like I had a set goal. Like I can't tell you who I was then because I was still trying to figure it out. Sure. And then, um, you know. I got pregnant and then it was just like, all right, time to grow up, time to do this. This is what I got to do. I got to be the adult. So I did what, you know, people, I don't know, probably like mid twenties at that point, you know, some point where, you know, I got to get a job. I got to get insurance. I got to do this. I got to do that. So it was just like, I kind of buckled down and did what I had to do to, you know, provide for me and my son. Right. Um, there was a lot of growing because I still was growing myself. I was sure. still, you know, I wasn't even 20 yet. Yeah, we were both young mothers. Yeah. Mm. I was 19. I mean, not, yeah. I was 21. Okay. I couldn't even drink it. I couldn't drink at my wedding. <laughs> so, you know, when when you're young like that, you really, you really don't know because you're still trying to kind of figure it out opposed to people who have already gone through, you know, I guess milestones. Sure, sure. Yeah. So... Um, how did you meet the father of your child? I worked with them. (laughs) (laughs) I took a relationship. But, but that's where you guys like first met? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. So you, so you didn't know. I was, I I worked at Warner Brothers first. Sure. And then like a year into me working there, he started working there Mm. and we kind of hit it. We, we hit it off. I think he had a girlfriend at the time. I had a boyfriend at the time, um, and I was very into the guy I was dating, who was another employee, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but uh, we had a, 
an instant chemistry and we had a really good friendship. And then when we were both single, then things got serious pretty quickly. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm like, I'm still in high school. Like, this is too much. And I actually broke it off. Yes. Okay. And we spent about um, a year and a half apart. We both dated different people and stuff like that. I, I remember him going to senior prom with one of my friends because we were like that close. And um, while wow, still working with each other. Yes. Wow. You dated other. Wait. You dated other people while still yes. working together. Yes. And that was cool with y'all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I was like, this is this is this is a little too much, a little too soon. <laughs> sure, like, but this isn't gonna this isn't gonna work for me right now. And we kind of just called it quits. We were still close. We were still friends. Sure. But we both pursued other avenues. Me more so where I shouldn't have gone, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we took we took a long break, like a two year break. Wow. Hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't do this anymore. All right, I'll see you on Monday at five. Uh, I, 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 rem- I remember. I remember. Picking- it was like a Ross and Rachel break. <laughs> I literally picked like the stupidest fight over nothing, and I was like, you know what? That's it. We're done. <laughs> Stop changing the channel. We're done. It's <laughs> yeah. like what? You were like pink socks. I'm over it. <laughs> And I, I ended it. And then I was just like on my merry way. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to keep doing my thing, whatever. And we continue to work each other, work with each other and yeah. like face each other every day. And he had like another relationship. I had another relationship. Like, yeah. yeah. That's wild to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild. It wasn't like instant, like, oh, my God, you're my forever. And we're going to keep on. No, Good. no, no. I was like, hold on. Pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. Pump the brakes. Yeah, we had a long break. Wow. How did you meet? Well, mine, your, your sir. <laughs> mine, uh, well, that's that's a very interesting story. Ooh, but good. the uh, <laughs> sh- long story short, mm-hmm. I met him through a friend of a friend. Okay. And I mean, it was. <laughs> that's not all the details, but no, that's fine. there's you know you, you you can share whatever you want to share. You, I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna pry. Yeah. So that's that was that. But mm-hmm. it's a good story. It is a good story, and it's terrible story um but yeah that's that's how we met him but uh, were you guys dating or no uh we we were dating Mm -hmm. um again i was young so i can't tell you like it was like oh my god it's the love of no it was just a all right let's we're dating yeah we're just dating Mm -hmm. and then um oops (laughs) (laughs) that was that how did he take the news? Um, fine at first. And then um, because I decided I didn't want um, him to be around just because of the company he kept and, you know, the background of his side of the family. I was like, you know, this this isn't good. Um, then it just turned into a literally a Mari Povich show. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what do you whoa, yeah. what do you mean by that? Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, like it it turned into, you know, that's not my kid and and all this other stuff like, you know, people have seen you around with other guys and stuff and it's like anyone that knows me like I've never been that, that person. That was never her. Right. That never. was never going to so be like, me. So like he was he, so he was it. Like what after you accepting about? it, he was like 
oh, now because you're denying me, I'm going to not deny right. this child. So he just made me look like the bad guy mm-hmm. that he was trying and all this other stuff. And I was just, I, I stuck very, you know, like I was like, no, like you're not going to intimidate me. I'm not going to do any of this. Like whatever. Um, he had his brother come to my house once the baby was born mm-hmm. and his parents to confirm. I mean, the kid was maybe three or four days old mm-hmm. to confirm whether or not it was his child. And based because, on their opinion, based alone. on their opinion, no, like whatever, what is it? The DNA? DNA? The DNA? No, yeah. there was nothing. It was just based on their opinion. And they came in and they were like, no, that's not his. I'm like, well, good. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Bye. And then that was basically it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, I'm out. I, yeah. I, I discard yeah, any, yeah. all responsibilities or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then I would say when he was about maybe No, t- but before that, when you were pregnant, I think it was while you were pregnant and, and the doctor said that there might be some difficulties with the pregnancy. He was like, wait, what do you mean difficulties? Then it can't be mine. Right. What what, is, right, yeah. what does that have to do with anything? Because he was, I don't know, he was a freaking saint. I don't know. He thought he was great. It's just like, you know, there was, they, not that there was going to be complications. It was just like they weren't sure what was happening because at the point, when I found out I was pregnant, I was three months pregnant. Oh, wow. So I had no clue. Sure. Because why, why would I know? I'm, right. I'm 19. Yeah, like, yeah. how would I know that these are, yeah, these you know, things, yeah. Contrary to popular belief, motherhood does not kick in right away. Mm-hmm. So um, you weren't like doing like the morning sickness things or whatever. I never right? got sick. I never got cravings. I never really gained weight. You know, and and that was where the doctors were like, you know, you're not gaining weight. I'm not losing weight. The baby's getting bigger, but not. He wasn't to the scale where he needed to be. Sure, sure. So it, you know, there was just a lot of. Well, then that can't be mine because you know. Then I found out he had four other kids but again Whoa. and she said Maury Povich yeah she you, wasn't you, lying you not. did <laughs> you, you absolutely did four other kids and none of them had nah I, I think that more is the line of Jerry Springer now yeah <laughs> well, yeah no no there's, it wasn't but, somebody's sister oh true you know what I mean so wow. it was yeah so oh my goodness no what a freaking jerk <laughs> I mean it is what it is I mean yeah. when, when he got older I would say about maybe like two or three he did write, and he was trying to start a relationship, you know, okay. with him. Um, trying to kind of, like, make amends in a way. Sure. And I was just like, mm, too no, little, too it's, late. It's, it's too late. And it, like I said, I knew his background, his family background, and it wasn't, um, for me as a mother protecting my child, that wasn't an environment that I was willing to put him in. Absolutely. I know other, you know... I know parents would probably be like, you know, they don't want to deny their child, their father or their mother. Sure. You know, but I feel like it's up to the parent that's being responsible. Yeah. And to me, like that, I needed to protect my child from that. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know. And you weren't being like a stereotypical single mother, like, you know, trying to manipulate through your child yeah, no, it either. wasn't it no. wasn't about like oh yeah. you don't want me so you don't want this kid it yeah. wasn't right. trying to punish so you're, him so you're never gonna see him it was more yeah, about the that. man that he was and the values that he um you know upheld and the morals that he had that it was like this doesn't fit into how she wanted to raise him or what he deserved mm-hmm. right 
I mean, I even... Regardless of her relationship with him. Sure. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, you should have got at least child support from him. I didn't even ask for that because I don't need it. I I will provide for him in whatever way I can, and that's that. That's what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, yo. High five on that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I did it. Damn. I did it. Single mom. (laughs) Not easy, but, you know. uh, Yeah, I'm sure, you know. At the time, it was, you know, you you want the best but at the time like you don't you don't know what to do you don't know what the right choice is or the mm-hmm. wrong you choice question is. everything you question every decision you make you make the decision you question it you question it before you, you face make it. your family's you face yes you face a lot of criticism because you know as a young parent young single parent and in, in a hispanic family a like hispanic that family. emphasize that yes yeah, that's and, like sin yeah and not only not only that i was the first one yes to mm-hmm. do that. Okay. So now it's just like the entire family is like, yes. Yeah, right. What have you done? Yeah. Every time so, you walk into a room, they like, yeah, so you get they it, turn silent and look at you. Like that, like, I think it was like that at the beginning when it came out that she was pregnant. I think once he was born, it was a different sentiment. Yeah. Everyone kind of accepted it. It was yeah. just like, it is it what it is. It was accepted. Like, that, that, that's our family. That's like, our blood. That, yeah. and it, that's it, it is what it is. Whatever happened before, it yeah. doesn't matter. Now what Now what matters is what, is what happens now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember being in the hospital and everyone's coming in. They're like, well, what are you going to name him? What are you going to name him? I'm like, I have no idea. <gasps> I just like to tell you and that I helped name that child. <laughs> okay. And everyone came in with like, oh, you should name him this and you should name him that. And I'm just like, I don't like any of these names. <laughs> and it, my, yeah, he wasn't named until the day he was leaving the hospital. Really? And yeah. then she you, literally and had a list. I had a list. She had a list of first names and middle names. And I remember circling the first and circling the second. And that's what she named him. I'm like, yes, thank you. Yes. And that is how. Nice. And yeah. to this day, I'm his favorite. <laughs> thank you. Oh, the f- <laughs> he was the only one. <laughs> At the time, he was the only one. So he, he was everyone, everyone. What's his favorite? <laughs> I was his favorite. Okay. He's still mine. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you took your freaking 87 year uh, break. Break. <laughs> the 90s Ross and Rachel break. <laughs> yeah. Why did you get back together with him? Um, we continued to be friends. We had a really solid friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, the attraction was still there and everything like that. Um, and then we were both single and, and we were hanging out more and more. And then I remember, it's the silliest thing. I remember going to Great Adventure with him and my sister. <laughs> and we like rode on these rides oh, and we God. had a great day, blah, blah, blah. And we were riding on the ride home and I was so afraid to make the first move. That I pretended like I was asleep. Okay. And I remember, and, and uh, he had a, a Ford Taurus. So, you know, it's got like the big console in the middle or whatever. And he sure. like, you know, everybody back in the day, like kind of rode low, uh, would ride low yeah. and, and had their arms out or whatever. And I pretended like I was asleep and I kind of like grabbed his hand, like a pinky or something like that. And then yeah. that was like the first move initiated that to let him know that like all green lights go. <laughs> And then for the guys there, out there, simple things <laughs> will let you know. If you don't know, and if you don't catch them, you will miss the train. Exactly. Um, and then it, it literally steamrolled from there. Yeah. 
steamrolled from there. He was at that point either I can't even remember if he was kicked out of college or if he had dropped out of college and it was a big thing with his family. It was a big thing with my family. What is he going to do? What is he about? You know, all this stuff. My family was against him um, for a good bit. And they're like, we don't want you with him. He's got no future. And I was like, no, but I love him. <laughs> Ride or die the, right there. The classic line. Yeah. But yeah. I love him. But I love him. Um, God, what was wrong with And this? I fought for him. I, literally, <laughs> I remember him coming to my house one night. Like, like him and I, um, I mean, how much detail do you want me to give? Okay. A lot? Not a lot? I mean, well, don't, don't. <laughs> don't go in in but go ahead just like I, I lost my virginity to my soon to be husband alright okay um, so it was like serious for sure. me I was, I was 18 um, and sometimes he was living out of his car hmm. he wouldn't have a place to stay he got kicked out of his house because he got kicked out of college so I remember like I would get five dollars to like go and have breakfast or something and I remember going to McDonald's or going to an empty parking lot, waking him up with the comforters or blankets that I gave him, and then going to McDonald's and getting like one of the breakfast specials and splitting it in half. Like I was that ride or die chick. Damn. That ride or die chick. Wow. Like, oh, this McMuffin, the sausage McMuffin, half for you, half for me, boo. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Wow. Yep. It's all those 90s songs. It really does a number on you. Those, those 90s fairy tales songs, and those really. songs. Like, oh, stick with the chick that does everything for you. I'm like, yeah, I got you. That's me. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So when you found out that you were pregnant with your first child, how? take me there. How was that? And how did he take that? So we were married. Oh, oh, you're already married? Oh, look at me. We were so already bad. married. <laughs> Not that long. Right. Um, and we were already arguing. We were already having issues. Mm-hmm. And how, I, how old are you guys at this time? I was 20. Oh, oh. no. By that time, I mean, I got married in July and I was 20. I turned 21 in October. Sure. And I think by November, December, I don't even remember, but it was like, yeah, just around that time, November, December, it had to be that I was like, um, wait a minute, I'm missing something. Something's not right. And uh, we found out way earlier than I ever expected that it was going to happen, way earlier than he expected it was going to happen. It was a surprise. Um, but we both took it well. We were like, okay. I mean, at that point, he was active duty military. Mm-hmm. I was. We were already living in our in our townhouse. Um. I'd be like, all right, this is this is what this is what happened, and this is how we're gonna roll. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And then we presented it to our families, and everybody was happy, although they they held back their reservations, like, oh, this is a lot sooner than we expected. Yeah. Um, but everybody rolled with it. Everybody supported us, and and we were ready to go. Well, what was the original date? Like when we guys think that you were gonna like what, like two, three years out after uh, you get married? No, like five. Oh, okay. Yeah. We okay. Thought, I mean. I, I got married at 20. Sure. He had, at that point, had been in a year active duty. Mm-hmm. So we thought his minimum contract was four years. 
And then after that, we would decide whether he was going to re-enlist or if we were going to get out and then start the family. So we thought five years. Okay. Did not work out so well. My math is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why did you feel that you needed to get married at 20? I was hopelessly in love. And I believe this fairy tale of... um, you know, if if you fight for for the one that you love, it's meant to be, and all that. Like I lived in a fantasy world where our parents are against us, and it wasn't even really that our parents were against us. It was more so that my parents were against me being in a serious relationship with someone who didn't have their shit together. Sure, his parents were against him being in a serious relationship when he didn't have his shit together. Right. Um, and I kind of, at that point, wasn't even really going to college. I had the classes and I was like, eh, I'll go now tomorrow. I'll go tomorrow. And I was messing up with my stuff too. Um, and I just thought at that point, I'm like, I'm ready to do this. I'm, I'm wholeheartedly into this relationship. I, I declare my undying love till death do his part. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then we did. After he served his time in Kuwait, that time was the one that was like, all right, this is going to make or break us. Mm. Um, All those months apart. um, Then it was also, you know, the fear of of him being injured, dying, all that. It's such an emotional toll that it speeds up all the other process because you're just like, oh my God, he literally could have died out there and I would have never been with him. Sure. Young and dumb. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe that kind of answers my next question. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do you feel you were ready? Even though you did it? I was. You felt that you were ready? I was 100% ready. Wow. I was not. I was, one, yeah, I was 100 <laughs> I was like devoted i was like yes i'm gonna be the best wife ever i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that like i was 100 percent gung-ho i was totally committed there were guys what are those like <laughs> i didn't see anybody else i didn't hear anything else i was 100 percent committed did you feel that you were a good wife yeah did i make mistakes oh absolutely mm-hmm. was i a bad wife nope Mm-mm. So you you like nah? I was a good wife. I was a good wife. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Jackie, so you kicked homeboy to the curb. Yep. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Toodles. Like, how, what was even the process in your head going forward? I mean, I know you were saying that, like, yeah, you know, I need to, I need to grow up now. I need to do this, do that, and that, and the third. But it's like, yeah. You know what to plan, but clearly, you know, I mean, you have to go through it. The way I am, I'm very logical, realistic, and I just go, all right, this is the plan, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it and to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. So that being said, my, he was, my son was born on a Sunday. On Wednesday, I was back at school taking my finals. Wow. Yeah. So I was two days out of the hospital. I actually, no, I had just gotten out of the hospital. I, I got out Tuesday, and by Wednesday, I was back taking my finals for my classes. And then I'm like, all right, this is this is what I got to do. And, like, that's been my guiding – like, that's, that's basically how I've been the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. It's just 
I do. I know what I got to do, and I do it, and then, you know, hope that my son sees the everything that I've done and know that it's more f- to teach him, like, the responsibility. Like, you, you just got to keep it moving. Like, you can't. There's no stopping. There's no thinking. There's – you got to survive. How did like, – Like we said, like, we've – we're biologically cousins, but we've grown up like sisters. Literally through everything, we grew up as sisters – and I don't think I remember seeing some type of fear in her eyes when she said, "Like I'm pregnant," but I she never broke down. Like I don't think she ever gave herself the time to really come to terms with what was happening because she was always planning five to ten steps ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what am I gonna do? How am I going to face this? And again, coming from a Hispanic household, it cannot be said lightly the reaction of family, close family members, immediate family members, or family members that were a little bit more distant. Like everybody had an opinion, whether they said it to her or not. And it was not easy to hear. I mean, I felt a lot of the times um, I had to keep pushing. I couldn't, I could not break down. Because I felt like if I did that, then I gave my family exactly what they thought was going to happen. Because once I told them, it was just like, so what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? How are you going to support this baby? What are you going to do? So it was just like, I could not, like, fail. I couldn't. Or give them the satisfaction. Or give them the satisfaction of seeing me fail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just waiting for it. Exactly. So it was just like, I didn't want to have that. I told you so. Mm, right. So it's I also did, like trying to prove them. Like I got this. I got regardless this. Exactly. of what you think. I've got this. So yeah. you know, I did everything, sacrificed everything to to just get ahead. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And like I had two jobs. I was still going to school. I was working overnight. I was taking evening classes, online classes. Like I did everything to make sure I was one step ahead, mm-hmm. and that no one can say, "Well, you know, this is what happens." Like we told you. You know, and you know, coming from not only like a Hispanic family, but from our generation, that generation where um, being a single parent was like a no, no. It was still an old school mentality. It was oh, old sure. school. Like, yeah. No, no, you cannot. And then, you know, being Catholic. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's just I feel like my what pushed me mm-hmm. to be who I am now was that drive to not let anyone see that I, I was afraid mm-hmm. that I had, um, doubts of what I was doing. I just, I just kept it moving, you know, and survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I survived. And now like, now I'm at the point where, you know, I can kind of sit back and look at everything that I've done and be like, you know what? I did pretty good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I did pretty good for myself. And, mm-hmm. um, and my son sees it, mm-hmm. you know, he sees everything I've done. Like, and I feel like, at some point, everyone can kind of just look at me and be like, well, she did it. Yeah. You know, she yeah. did it all on her own. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say completely on my own. I of did course, have, of course, of course. you know, but for the most part, a lot of the planning and my thought process, like, I never really asked anybody really for advice. Right. I just kind of did my own thing, whether anyone liked it or not. I was like, yeah, but we were both fortunate enough that yeah. we had family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we didn't have family at our beck and call, live-in babysitters right. and stuff like that, like... I think I mean, it would have that, been a yes. completely different experience and, and a completely different world for our kids. Did you, you guys didn't, 
how not close as in like bond but like how close did you have your kids not um not- well about to be 21 right yes and mine 16. is 16 oh okay so, so five years okay apart. so yeah. far okay but okay. for five years that kid ruled yeah he he was like everything he everything. became the one fear that i had mm-hmm. was that he would be like kind of cast aside sure you know yeah. not, well not completely cast aside no but, but like, just you know, overlooked overlooked yeah. because you know of the situation yeah. and everything yeah. but it was the complete opposite yes. like he did the opposite of what i thought was gonna happen mm-hmm. you know he brought everyone like everyone wanted to take care of him everyone wanted to buy him stuff everyone just wanted him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was kind of reassuring and kind of gave me like a sense of relief mm-hmm. um i'm assuming like did did he like ask for his dad and stuff like that or he was just um, like oh i ain't got one so all right whatever no 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 <laughs> um he asked when he was younger mm-hmm. about his dad and you know especially like during like father's day and, and stuff sure. like that or anything they had to do you know he wanted to be in boy scouts and stuff and i i did i put him in anything he wanted to he was in he wanted karate he was in karate he wanted boy scouts he was in boy scout soccer we did it all mm-hmm. um he did ask and i told him you know he's just you know when he was young i can't tell him yeah. the truth at that point so it's more of like he's you know he's just not around he's just it didn't work out you know we broke up and then it came to the the whole questions of like it was the feelings of not being wanted, not being loved, and stuff like that. And it was just like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, he's not here because it has nothing to do with you. It was something with me and him. I'm like, aside from that, I'm like, are you are you missing any love? Are you missing any? I'm like, everyone loves you. Everyone cares for you. Everyone wants to be with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one person doesn't define, like, whether you're loved or not. Sure. I'm like, it just didn't work out. And he, he you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the way I explained it to him. And then as he got older, he asked me again. And at that point, I felt he could kind of um, understand a little bit better. Sure. Like the situation. You know, like, so I kind of. You. <laughs> I mean. Let me I, tell you. <laughs> I, I didn't tell him everything. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, I gave him like the little. Sure. What I gave him enough yeah. to know the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the completely upsetting parts. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So. He's fine with it. He he's actually, you know, I, I I would say about maybe what four years ago I had that conversation with him. Maybe. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, he was about sixteen, seventeen, and uh, he was like, "All right, well, you know, I, it know, is like, what I it get is. it. Yeah." And right. he's never really asked again. And I told him, "I'm like, if you ever want to go, then you can find him." But. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so Shrellis, so you said you were fighting like a couple months after you guys got married and, you know, you got pregnant, but you're like, all right, we're going to do this, whatever. So after your first was born, how was the relationship? Um, within a month that my older, that my first was born, yeah, first, yeah. he was deployed again. Oh, wow. So he was in Iraq that time. But still, while he was there, there were still problems in the marriage. Mm -hmm. We were still arguing. He was doing stuff that he shouldn't have been doing and not even covering it up. It was just like blatant in my face. Um, And I was still trying. I was still trying. And, okay, so then I I would assume everything was 
Rosie to have the second one. So after the second one, how well, was yeah, it then? Because, because by the time that he came back after that deployment, we were like, okay, this is our plan. We're going to, he was about to get out. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, we're going to go live with my parents. We're going to stay a minimum of four years for him to get out and then kind of get back on his feet. Or I think it was, four, or maybe it was two years. Get back on his feet, get a decent job, you know, whatever. At that point, I had already come into my career, not making much, but the benefits is what I was working for. Sure. Um And at that point, we're like, all right, two years. And I remember that we were already looking to see if he was going to get back into the military or if we were going to just keep on going as civilians, that we were even looking at properties back down in North Carolina where we had originally been living. And... That's when our second was like, hello, I'm here. And I was like, oh, hello to you too. <laughs> it was a, it, you know, in every marriage, you know that you're going to go through some trials and tribulations. Um, I think I was more naive or I thought, I'm like, oh, we're going to go through it and then we'll be fine. I continue to think we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're, we'll, we'll work through this. It's just hard work. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. We'll, go th- we'll get through it. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to see that light at the end of the tunnel, at the end of the tunnel, and just keep working for it, keep working for it. And then I got pregnant again. And then, of course, during that time of pregnancy, it's all sunshine and rainbows and everything's great and everything's fantastic. And then we had our second. Hmm. So at what point after the second where it was like you knew it was done? Um, At that point, we were both back in school. We were both going to classes, attending classes. Um mostly the same nights together so that my parents could watch the kids. And I remember one night I was like, I'm behind. I'll never forget it. I'm behind on labs. I have to do them. And I went downstairs and I was like, you need to watch the kids. And he was like, yeah, no problem. I got it. I got it. And that's never good. About, yeah, (laughs) about a half hour after, and he had a full-time job. It was a good paying job. Sure. Um, it was exhausting. I'm not going to lie. It was. But my job was exhausting too. And being a mom and being a student, you know, like everybody was pulled in, in five different directions. But I remember this one night that I was like, I need to, I need to finish these laps. I got to type them up. He was like, I got it. I got it. And I went upstairs like a half hour later. And my oldest is literally jumping on the couch. My youngest is in a bouncer and he's snoring. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be a single mom, if I'm going to pretend, like, if I'm going to act like I'm a single mom, I'm going to be a single mom. Get out. Get out. Wow. And I kicked him out. Wow. Without my car. Wow. <laughs> Without anything. Wow. And he was gone. Damn. Mm-hmm. Woo. <laughs> Don't I was like, if I'm going to do this by myself, do not mess with if, if, if I'm going to do this by myself, then I'm going to be by myself. Right, right, go right. out and go. Right. Go. And I feel like that 
that is something that our parents have instilled in us. Mm-hmm. Like we are, you know, we are all mostly women. And most of our things is like, you know, our generation, our generation is, is literally the, the, we have what, um, seven, seven in our generation. Sure. Sure. The oldest and the youngest are male. Everybody else in between is female. Yeah. Wow. And we're very close in age. Right. Yes. So we dominate even the older generation. Mm-hmm. The first two are male. Everybody else is female. Wow. There's a lot of women. So our family has <laughs> always been dominated right. by and females. Very... And it's not just females. It's strong, opinionated, very opinionated. independent mm-hmm. females. Right. Yeah, and we're we're very like, it, you know, it's it's not in the, it's our way or the highway. It's if I need to get this done, then I need you out of my way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it, it's always like, if you're not, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, you need to get out of my way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I'll get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's how all of us have just been in general. So, um, at divorce time, after the divorce, were you like, how did you feel? Like a sigh of relief? Sadness? No, sadness. Yeah? I did not want to get divorced. Mm. Um, I also... <laughs> So once for the people who can't see, Jackie's giving me this girl face. No, I, I, I honestly didn't. I was I was cheated on, with and he cheated on me with a coworker, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's it, we're over." Blah blah blah. But it came to a point where I was like, "I like, is this another trial? Is this another obstacle that I've got to come across?" And I mm-hmm. do remember trying to get back with him desperately, like. We got to fight for our kids. We got to fight for our marriage. We got to we got to do all this work. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to keep a straight face with Jackie. (laughs) Why are we like this? (laughs) Because freaking Disney. That's why. You know what it is? We we are fighters. We are fighters. Our family. And and, and to admit that you fail, like even if it's a failed marriage, like you've got to. It was it, it always had to be about you gave your all. And it didn't work out and it wasn't your doing. There was, I didn't want anybody to be able to say to me or my kids to ever say to me, you didn't try hard enough. Right. I get that. And at that point, I was still very much in love with this jerk. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, And I will never forget that it was the afternoon before the divorce hearing. Mm-hmm. And... We had just left my lawyer's office because at that point we were trying to reconcile it. And I was like, but I said to him, if I don't know, if I'm not sure that you have 100 percent commitment to this, I can't back down from this divorce. And as much as he tried to convince me, like I wasn't convinced. And I remember that we had walked into my lawyer's office. The lawyer told him, this is what's going to go down at the hearing. This is how things go, you know, whatever. And we were parked outside and I turned to him in my car and I said, I don't want this divorce. We need to discuss this. And he said, we'll discuss this after we go get something to eat. And we never discussed it. So I walked in the next day and I signed the papers. (laughs) I signed the papers. At that point I had done everything I could possibly do. And yet, after the divorce, I still continued to try to fight for it. Right. But at that point, I was like, it's... There was a moment where everything switched from 
me trying to be a good wife to me trying to be a good mother, where mm-hmm. it became about my pride and what I had believed in about marriage to what would I do if this was my daughter going through this? So that's why I really went through with the divorce. Had I not had kids and experienced the same things, I probably would have stayed married because I was that much in love with the tool. <laughs> wow. But mm-hmm. once I had my kids, it, it was a switch. Like if my daughter was coming to me saying to me, this is what's going on in my marriage, what would I tell her to do? Mm-hmm. What would I want her to do on her own? Sure, sure. Was to stand up on her own two feet and be like, there's a door, you can go. And at that point, once I laid my, like, there's only so many times you can swallow your pride and say, I want this to work, but I need you to put in the effort. And when somebody looks you in the face and goes, let's go get something to eat and we'll discuss it later and it never comes up again. And I'm pretty sure he stole my camera that night from my car, but whatever. Um, Because it's the infinite camera that we just don't know what happened to it. Yes, the gray one. (laughs) We had a camera. There's pictures on it. There's pictures on there. There's videos. There's, There's videos. There's so much stuff on There's there so that much we will stuff. never know. It was know. just taken out of my car. I'm like, suspicious that you were the last one in there. Okay. Um, but at that point, I was like, when he was just like, let's just go get something to eat. We'll talk about it later. And we never discussed it. That night, I walked into that. And, and, and he was upset. He was like, I can't believe you did that. Oh, you can't believe it. <laughs> really? If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Right? Bye. Like, Goodbye. what did you expect me to do? Be like, right. no, it's okay. I don't <laughs> want that. No, I've been trying to avoid this. Right. You haven't participated. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going through with what we need to go through. This is for me, not for you. Yeah. Uh, how old were you at this time? I was married at 20, I think, divorced by 25. Okay. All right. So, okay. Five years. All right. Um. Okay. So ex-husband is gone boom he's gone your dude is gone (laughs) sperm donor sure (laughs) i mean name calling is allowed yes yes okay sperm donor yes i've been doing it it's fine well you know i was trying to hold off (laughs) i was trying to be respectful a professional i don't care your your sperm donor is gone tell me the both of you what was your best date like out of anybody in your in your entire dating life. Mine was so unbelievably simple. It was literally just going out to dinner, mm-hmm. eating, having a decent conversation where it didn't automatically turn sexual. Okay. And just having a good time. That was it. Very, that, was, that was your best date? I honestly, very plain and simple. It was just sitting next to someone or across from someone, sure. having a very... It wasn't even deep. Like, I couldn't even tell you that, like, we exchanged, like, stories and life events and aspirations or whatever. But it was a great conversation. But it wasn't immediately sexual. That it was, like, it was comfortable. It was okay. I didn't have to put on a front and be like, <laughs> no. It was just nice and comfortable. That That's all it ever took. What was your best date? Oh, God. You know how many centuries ago that was? All right. Um, I would have to say it was the one time, I think is right after my son was born. And uh, we met at work mm-hmm. and we were chilling at work. And he goes just randomly, like we weren't 
it wasn't like an interest thing. It was just whatever. And he was like, do you want to go to White Castle? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the he most random thing. So bad. <laughs> it was this like, it was like, uh, it was just so random. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And he goes, I'll drive. All right. <laughs> All right. So we get in the car and we go to the White Castle and we ordered a, God, this is embarrassing. We ordered a crave case. Not yeah, I, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> we sat. That's in, romance. It's it's very romantic. Sure. And uh, we sat in the car eating um, a crave case until the cops came and said we could not sit in the parking lot any longer. <laughs> um, it had to have been. Ma'am, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Yeah, I mean, I, we got that out is of... your 18th White Castle. <laughs> so we got out at work at like 11. And mm-hmm. we went to the White Castle, and it had to have been maybe 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. And wow. we were just sitting there, and it was just like, we're laughing, and we're just talking, and it was just nothing. It wasn't anything serious. I was going to say that. I think that was her best pair. And my best date was, was was with a person that she used to work with that we randomly met in a car, in, in a bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. But yeah, and then the, the funny story was after that White Castle, um, he proceeded to tell me the story about how he sideswiped a bus and can you please take me to the auto body shop tomorrow <laughs> to drop off my car. <laughs> That's okay. And that was that was it. And then we you know, we dated for, for like four years. Oh wow. Yeah, we dated for like yes. four years. Oh, okay. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Shoot. All right. It, it, see, it just simple, guys. That's how you slide through with the sliders. You gotta slide through with the slide. <laughs> Feed us. I think he was one of her best. Feed us. Or the best. Wait, what? I think he was one nice. of her best. He was, uh, it, yeah. If we're scaling everyone, he would be. Maybe he was the one that got away. He was the one that got away. Oh. Those ones that got away. The ones that got away. Oof. Yep. Mm. All right. So, now the opposite. <laughs> what was your worst date like? Oh God! Oh, Jackie's got to go first oh, because how, I know how this many, one. How many? I know this one so the, the, well. The worst. How much time do you have? No, tell them the one that we were both thinking about, because that was the worst. The bar. Yes. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah, right, I'm right. ready. So, we'll go to fast forward. Okay. To online dating. Ooh. We have moved into where it's match, chemistry. Okay, Cupid. Wow, what was the other one? Street. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, I think was, I may have just was, aged I think myself. It was still was plenty of fish. <laughs> oh, back yes, in the plenty day. of fish. She was the first one to join. I was the first dating. one to online date because you know everyone had their thing, and I was just like, well, let me go start this. Maybe I can find my soulmate. All right, that's not how that works. No, no, no. You know which one? E-harmony. Oh, that it took you like an hour to get through the questionnaires. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so I've been on these dating websites because these idiots go, yo, you should really try this because at this point, like this one's just freshly divorced. Everyone's like in a relationship and I'm the only one. They're like, oh my God, we should try this online dating. It just comes out. All right. So we try this online dating and I met this dude mm-hmm. and he's from New York. Okay. So um, at this point I'm working overnight. And apparently he's a freaking night owl. So we're texting for like a month. Okay. Yeah, texting, calling, like it's it's going great. I have not met him yet. Yeah, okay. But he's fine. Okay. He goes. He's like, all right, you know, we should really go out to dinner. You know, whatever. I finally got like a weekend off so we can go to dinner. So he tells me, let's go to this Thai place. First time I've ever had Thai, and this is like the worst experience. So we go to this Thai place, and. <laughs> She kidding me. So we go, and I'm like, all right, I've never had Thai. I don't know how this works. 
I already am going into this expecting, you know, I am of that mentality where you, if you're inviting me to dinner, I'm going to assume you're paying for dinner. Sure. Right? Yeah. Right. Fair. Yeah. I, not Fair. that I'm I'm expecting it, but it's not like I'm not going to offer. You will get the offer of, do you want half? Sure. Okay. okay. So we go and we order this and he's like, I'm like, oh, all right. So you're going to get that and I'm going to get this and then we'll share. He's like, no, no, no. This is family style. We just get one. We just get one. I'm like, all right. Wait, can you just say who are the unexpected guests on your date? Oh, wait. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. So then... <laughs> We have this dinner, and I go... Because we never do anything alone. We don't. <laughs> we don't. So, um, now, it's time, you know, so you order food and, like, drinks. I was like, oh, yeah, see, I'll have a Coke. He's like, no, she'll have a water. I said, okay. Now, <laughs> this is when I know this is not going well. That's not what I said, sir. That's, <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no. He's like, you really need water because it's really, really spicy and the bubbles. And I'm like, I mean, all right. To be fair, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thai food. Never had it before. I don't know. Yeah. So we have this dinner and um, he ends up paying for it. And he's like, oh, there's a bar down the street. Do you want to go to the bar? I say, yeah, sure, no problem. So we go to the bar and we go outside. At this point, I call my wing people. Uh Well, not call, text Uh my wing people and go, I am here. So then her sister, my sister show up and sit at a table, three tables down. Uh And they're sitting there. And of and course, he doesn't know. Who he has they no are. idea. Yeah, he's just Although, people. come to think of it, how he didn't see the resemblance between oh. him, I don't know. But whatever. Yeah. So we're sitting there, we're enjoying, we're talking, everything's great. You know, we were talking about Memorial Day, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like my friend has a projector, and he projects." You know, I, I'm a gamer, so he projects video games on the side wall, and we can, you know, you can play. They do like Mario Kart, and I'm like nice. all for it. Yeah. So I'm like, "Yeah, this is great." So then we're sitting there, and he goes. I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I go, all right. Now, mind you, he. I'm on my third drink. And I'm. we're sitting outside because I smoke cigarettes at this point, so I'm smoking. So now I've gone through one cigarette <laughs> and two cigarettes. No, but at that point, your entourage had left because yes. he was like, I'm okay. Because they texted me. Everything's good. We're fine. Yeah, they said everything. They were like, everything looks fine. We're going to go, blah, blah, blah. You're all not right. going to get murdered in the alley. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. We so can go. They left. So now he's like, you know, I'm going to go to the, well, he wanted to dance. And I said, no, nah, I don't feel like really dancing. Okay. Um, so I was just like, whatever. So he goes, like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. So I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and it's like maybe an hour and a half. And I'm sitting there and why I didn't catch it at that point. Who knows? <laughs> so, an hour and a half. Yes. That's crazy. So. And I'm like, oh my god! Like I have to go pay the tab or whatever. So I, I go to the, I go to get up, and this couple comes and he's like, uh, we think your date left, but you can come with us. And I'm like, oh no, mm-mm-mm. this isn't happening. <laughs> no, no, come back with us, you know, whatever. And then like, um, they're like, we'll call him and we'll tell him like all this stuff. And I'm just like, this is freaking ridiculous. So I go to the bar, mm. and I go, hey, I want to pay my tab for whatever, because now I'm, I don't know if the drinks are paid for. Right. Because of the experience I had at the Thai restaurant. <laughs> so I go to the bar and he goes, nah, the, the, the drinks were paid for him. He's like, he caught a cab about an hour and a half ago. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I got left at a bar. She got left at a bar. Yeah. Wow. And I. We still laugh about this. Yes. Because that's <laughs> Why? not. Because that's not where the story ends. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So then, you know, I would uh, like to point out GPS 
does not exist. We have Google Maps, and you actually need the paper? Right. It was MapQuest then. MapQuest. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, Sorry. it was MapQuest. <laughs> yes. Because not all of us had TomToms. Right. <laughs> so Tom-toms. now I am in uh, Nyack. Okay. And I need to figure out how to get home. Right. And I left the bar at, it was like 11 30, 12 o'clock. Yeah. I didn't get back home till about 4 30 in the morning because I got lost and ended up crossing the Tappan Zee. Oh. And could not figure out how to get home. Yeah. Her entourage was already snoring at home. Yeah, they're all waiting for me to come home You're to tell this. So up. everyone's waiting for me because I said, this is a dud, whatever, I'm coming home. But there was no car chargers either. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I'm literally like old school, like, you know. Right. BC type things, looking at papyrus, trying to figure out how to get home. Stopping wow. at every gas station, Stopping asking at gas, for directions. Looking at like the so like, stars from and eleven. Stuff. So like from eleven thirty to like four a.m. I'm trying to figure out how to get home. Yep. Meanwhile, just for clarification to the uh, public, um, I don't know where you live, but from Nyack to where I am right now is thirty minutes. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So yep. you went. I went. Yeah. She you, went the opposite way. You went somewhere. The whole situation went left. Left. Like, so did she. Left. She followed it. Jesus. So then, did you ever contact that guy again to be like, yo? He turned off his number the next day. And blocked her. And blocked her. On, on, the, on the, the site the that site. he met her on. Yes. But it's, but it's like, but it's like. <laughs> Yes, go he, on. But he didn't get anything from you. You, you know what I mean? To right. like to do that. Like right. why? Like why? Because I think that's probably why because I am not that chick. I mean, sure, but like All right, all right. I'm going to give you my theory of of dating sites. Ooh. I feel like a lot of them, I mean, before Tinder and all that, I yeah. think dating sites were the Tinders. Sure. You know what I mean? And I'm not Tinder material. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I am not. <laughs> I am not I'm not the one. Right. I'm I'm I I'm not I'm not a wham bam thank you ma'am. Okay. You know? Okay. So I, I look for like a real connection and a real like I I want like a friendship that, you know, kind of evolves. Let it sure. naturally happen. Not like sure. a all right, I'm a I'm gonna be here for about five minutes <laughs> and then that's it. Right. And we'll ghost. So I wish we should have been those women though we can't it's not in our dna oh it's in my dna now i mean maybe now. <laughs> i mean it's mutated i mean it's mutated but i mean back then i mean we're again we're young at that i mean i'm like yeah, yeah uh, again yeah. when we're doing everything it's like 10 years ahead of everybody else right. yeah that's I mean, what i feel like at least I mean, we could take a break right now. I mean, we'll be right back after these messages if you want. If you guys want to. <laughs> oh no, you got us rolling. Do nothing. If you if you want to do something, I mean, let's go. No, but all right. So, but no, this is a perfect segue. So, again, you don't don't tell me no nothing. But like, think about the last person you had sex with. Okay, is that person in your head? Jesus, unfortunately. Okay. Why didn't it work out with that person? Oh. Okay, so mine was. He was also a single father. Okay. And he was also of a different religion. Okay. Um, so I'm Catholic and he was, um, what was he? A Jehovah Witness. Oh, wow. Okay. And not that that played too much of a part in it, but some of our values when it came to 
parenting and, and just life in general, just when it came down to the nitty gritty, did not mix. Also being a single parent and on a dating site, we met, we hit it off. Okay, great. We dated. I remember that at that point, I mean, I never introduced anyone to my kids, but we had, um, different circumstances. Like I think on our first date, something happened to his car and I felt bad. So like after the date, which went okay, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad, but it went okay. And I was like, Oh, hope you made it home safe. And he was like, I'm still here. My tires flat. And I was like, Oh, do you need a ride? Like, do you need some help? And he was like, I actually do. I'm like, Oh, let me know. I really have to go now. (laughs) So I remember taking his car to like a shop or whatever. And in the middle of the night, dropping it off. And I, and the next day I was like, Oh, hope everything works out. And he was like, Oh no, it's, it wasn't actually my car. It was my uncle's. And I'm like, huh? It's a series of unfortunate events. It really was. (laughs) It so was. But for whatever reason, I don't know if I was just, Itching to be in a relationship or trying to connect with someone that I was like, all right, I'll help you out. No big deal. So he was introduced to my kids um, sooner than I would have normally been comfortable with. Sure. And because he had a daughter, I was like, okay, I've got two daughters. You've got one. We've got something in common. So like his daughter had come over. But the the situation between him and his ex sounded a little bit fishy. Kind of like, you know, some dads project themselves to be superhero dads when really they're like the deadbeat dads that um some single mothers would refer to and i remember his daughter was downstairs playing in the basement and this is where i think it things get weird like you know they the kids have the easels and they dry they um draw on them or whatever and his daughter drew a stick figure and then had little text bubbles coming out of the stick figure that was like you should mind your business don't say what you feel. Don't do it. And I'm like, as an educator, those are red flags. Right, right. You need to do something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, the teacher the year before had said X, Y, and Z, but we felt that that was wrong. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and then there was another time where the daughter was playing with my daughters at like, she was playing pretend house and the situation that she was having or playing was so inappropriate that I was like, um, you might want to address it. He goes, I'll address it when I get home. And I was like, you know what? This isn't for me. Right. Um, you, whatever's going on with your daughter, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's mental health. I don't know if it's a learned behavior. I don't know what it is, but you not addressing it is not okay with me. Right. And this isn't the environment that I need to have my children in. So I need to remove myself and remove myself immediately to the point where like, I realized how crazy he was where like I broke up with him and cut off all contact. And I remember being in my house alone and somebody rang the doorbell and I went to the door and there was nobody there. And I was like, what, what's happening here? (laughs) And I looked down and there's like a frozen puzzle on my doorstep and it says and, and it goes like for your niece and I was like what the what the what is this <laughs> who is this what is this and then I saw like the taillights going I'm like oh no 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 no, no. we're not doing that Mm-mm. 
<laughs> blocked on every type of social media whatsoever. And I was like, I'm, I'm not up for this. I'm good. I'm good. Wow. Yeah. Jackie. Um. <laughs> You, I'm trying to think when you, your you, last relationship was. Do you want me to repeat? <laughs> so am I. Wait. Not relationship. Oh, just like. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, all right. The last, the Why last, did that the, not work? All right. The last person you had Who sex was with. your last guy? Don't you Why? worry about that, but he's weird. So that's not, that didn't <laughs> get that past. the one that we still she all said, like. She said, don't you nothing? worry about that. No. <laughs> she said, don't you worry about that. Oh, right. I know who did sales. <laughs> you have no idea. Yes, I do. Yo, she can have freaking partners without you just knowing. Because, just because he's not labeled a boyfriend doesn't mean that I don't know. You don't know who this is, all right? Do you drive? She, she's out oh, here. In, no, not oh, even. Okay, she's okay. out here in these streets, all right? Don't these you? These streets. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, don't, you know, but you don't know. Because it was a one-time thing, and then it didn't work for me. So I was like, mm, maybe not. Yeah, see, she's out here. She's out Commercial here. Commercial break. <laughs> Commercial break. I do the commercial we'll talk about break. That later. Damn it! <laughs> this is what I just said. Do you drive? No, not to. No, not that one. All right, just we'll discuss just tell later. The, story. the other one. The no. other one. I don't know. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> don't you? There's a lot. Don't you worry about that. Trust me. I oh know my god! I've been I just here. make myself like so bad. Oh my god. All right, I'm not world. I am not that terrible. We're just like we really are. We're you're really not, not that bad. We're not. You're, but you. But that's not bad. Or at least you don't. At least you shouldn't think it is. I should say. You know, it's. You know what it whatever, is. We you know? we we know what we want, and if you can't, like, if you don't meet our standards, mm-hmm. like you're kind of just like a. Come here. Speak for yourself. I mean, I got married young. I got divorced young, and then I had my whole face. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, wait a minute. Let me pump the brakes because I got to be a mom. My daughters are watching now. They know what's happening. No, and but, I was like. But that's good too. But that, All right, I'm but good. But I, sold my, I sold my wild, wild oats and no, I did what whatever. And I chased the wrong men and I did the wrong thing. I, I've had my share of mistakes. I'm good. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like Now I feel your... like I can literally be like. You can have what fun. What was that lady who used to have the the column? Dear Abby. Dear, Abby. Dear Abby. I can be her. <laughs> I can be her. Good. But continue. Uh, Get better advice. I mean, that, that that was it. Wait, but what? Like, No, what, you no, didn't why, say anything about him. Yeah, like why didn't it work out? Um. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We skipped that part. Yes. No, it's just, um. you know what? It was just, he was someone I was interested in, whatever. And then um, it was just, the whole situation was just awkward. The okay. way it happened, it was awkward. The The lead up to it was just awkward. And then it happened. And then it was just like, you know what? Like, my thought of it was a lot better Sure. than it actually happening. I mean, right. it was one of those things like, all right, we're going to do this. And then it was just like, all right, that's it. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I don't talk to him. I talk to him. But it's not like on that level anymore. It's now like. There was a lot of flirting and a lot of, you know, innuendos and, and stuff like that leading up to it. And then it happens. Mm-hmm. And then we're just like, hmm, nah, we're good. <laughs> right. We don't need to go there anymore. Yeah. So now, I mean, I you know, I don't talk to him as much as I used to, but I still talk to him occasionally. It's All right. That's cool. Platonic, I guess. Um. So what do you guys feel? What do you feel hasn't worked out for you? Like, do you think it's you or the men do you feel that you're undateable? I am very undateable. 
no, why do you say that? Oh. Well, she I was doesn't like, leave was her like, room. She's I always on her game. No, I, I was like, yo, explain. No, you know? I mean, you know, I feel like I am just so, um, I guess, set in my ways. Just I'm so used to being by myself and That's true. doing everything on my own that it's just like That's a factor. I, I need someone not to compete with me, but to kind of like be my equal. And I feel like a lot of, and, and I've heard this more than once because, you know, I do have a lot of male friends. That sounds so bad. Um, but they say I'm a very intimidating person. And I don't know. Personally, I do not I know I don't how, see you like that. I can see that. But they feel. Really? I can see that. Yeah. They feel because I'm so, like, my determination, my drive, and just the way I present myself is very intimidating. Like, I, I come in and I just want to dominate. And I'm like, are you are you talking about the same person? Because I am not. I don't a see dominating like person, that. but it's just the way I present myself. Like I see, I've seen you so many times in in relationships, kind of whittle away to what the other person wants you to be, and then you're like, "Oh wait, I just remembered who I am." <laughs> well, right, and I feel like now I'm at, I at the uh, where I'm at right now. It's like I don't have time for that. Yeah. Like, I don't have time to. Yes. Like, we're at an age where I'm like, you know, it, it's, I'm not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. So I know what I want. I know what I need. And it's like, can you provide this or not? Like, are you with me? Or are you not with me? Like, I'm tired of being that ride or die. I need you to be my ride or die. Do you consider, do you consider yourself an alpha? In, am I an alpha? By choice, no. I feel like I get put in situations where I take on the role as an alpha. So, but I do not like being an alpha. So when, so let's say in your past relationships, like she said, um, do you find yourself to be submissive? Naturally submissive? Um, I force myself. Or like more feminine? I kind of, uh, definitely not feminine. <laughs> I, I kind of, I feel like I force myself to be a little submissive just to fit. I try... Like she said, I try to be that role of the submissive and put myself, like, give them more, like, and no, not be you, you don't realize it, but you do it. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't realize I don't it, realize but she it. does put herself in those roles. Where, but I feel- I, I've seen her in relationships where the partner is less deserving or needs that extra encouragement for X, Y, and Z. She's the one who provides it without realizing that she's doing it and they take advantage of it. And then she's the one where she's like, okay, so I, I, I encouraged you. Now it's my turn for you to, yeah, reciprocate it. And they never meet that. And then she's like, but it's okay. You'll do it. You'll do better next time. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she, I don't think she realizes that she does that, Mm -hmm. but she's doing it. Right, right, right. I think we're all guilty of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel... I think we've all been instilled in ourselves that it's kind of... There's a woman's role. It, it's, it's, I don't even think woman's role. I think in, in our generation, especially with the women that we have in our lives, it's been more 50-50. Like, at some point, it becomes my turn to push you up, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to make you the best man that you can be, and I'm going to encourage you, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader... But there isn't a common time where I need that right. from you. Sure. And when the men don't step up and do that, that's when we're like, it's okay, maybe next time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we've done a lot of our lives or, or made excuses. Oh, he was stressed. 
He was Oh, this. he had a job. Yeah. Just, and it I mean, was always an excuse because. I mean, she's seen me. I've given everything. Everything. I've given everything. Literally everything. For, for you know, for guys. Yeah. And it's just like, well, now it's my turn. Like, all right, I've given you this, but now I'm doing this. So I kind of need you to kind of back me up. And, you know, on top of that, it's it's not like I'm single without a child. Like, I have a child and I still have the time and ability to push you. Mm-hmm. So I need you to kind of give me like a little. Right, because it's double time. It's, it's, it's like double the work. So <laughs> you weren't speaking. It, it's, um, it's, it's, double it's double the work. The work. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you've got a child to raise mm-hmm. and to instill and I, these values and, and these beliefs in and, and make them a strong and independent person. And you're still trying to have a relationship with someone. It's exhausting. Yeah. And especially like, you know, with kids, like older ones, not so much. But when you have when you're trying to date and you have little kids, a lot of guys are like very turned off about it because. It's oh, absolutely. Like, and, and we had them young. Yeah. And we had them young. So now, you know, so it's like you're you're 25. You've already got one, two right. kids. And they're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I was at like Las Vegas last week and I'm like, mm, not I interested. I mean, that's, I can't relate. To I can't be relate. Fair, the the one uh, relationship that we were talking about in the beginning, um, my famous White Castle one. Um <laughs> That was actually a mutual thing. It kind of it, it. And he was younger. And he was younger than me, mm-hmm. not by much. Mm-hmm. He was younger. He was younger, but it was one of those like where we're at the part where he wants to just pick up and go down the shore for the weekend sure. or do something for a weekend, and I'm like, I can't. I need a yeah. babysitter. I can't. So it was just one of those like I understand that the things that you need and you want right now, I cannot give to you. You know, and, and we went our separate ways and everything Even though, was fine. But let's give him credit. He really tried. He did. Well, here's the thing when it when it really comes to the nitty gritty of dating and being a single mom or dating as a single dad, it's you have to be a parent and then you have to be a person that someone can date. And it splits you in two. And he was one of the only ones that genuinely was like, okay, so this is going to be me and you time. Yes. And then this is going to be our time, including the child. It's very rare to find that, especially when you're between the ages of 20 and 25, even now, 25 and 30 sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to find that. And it's just hard because, you know, unless... uh a man is a parent, they're not going to understand like the responsibilities right. and all the things that come to, especially right. like older kids. Cause now you have them in sports and you have them in all these after school activities and all this other stuff. And it's just like, you know, I can't devote all my time to you. Like you need to understand that this is also my responsibility, but I also feel a lot of men are intimidated by the fact that women can multitask like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that they can multitask or it's that, you can divide their world will not revolve exactly. around them. You are not the center of my You're happiness. not the priority. Right. Right. You're not. You know, you can be a part of it. Yeah. And I guess that's the that's the thing that they need you know, guys need to understand when, you know, or or women for, you know, anyone that's dating someone that has kids is that you are not the center of their world. You are a part of it. You're you know, you are the I don't know, kind of like an escape. You're the adult. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the other adult I can talk to. You're the other adult that can relate to adult situations, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, but also need to understand that sometimes 
I can't do everything. I may need you to pick up the kids from whatever. Granted, they're not your kids, but I may need you to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel, you know, not many men um, or women can come to terms with the fact that this is a unit. I am a package. Sure. You know, like, there's no separating this. Like, I come with baggage. I come with an ex-husband. I come with an ex, you know, a baby daddy. I come with baby mama. Like, and we got to make this work. How are we going to make this work? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's very hard to find people that that understand that and are willing to work on it. Because, you know, any kind of relationship, friendship, you know, serious relationship, marriage, like everything needs work. Yeah, and you even have to after, have... after kids, friendships were hard. Yeah. Because a lot of our friends, because, you know, like I said, I was the first one to have a kid. Right. These people are all going on vacations and doing this and that. And it's like, I can't just Ma'am, pick up. I got married shortly after you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm going to twist it. Yeah, but you guys but went. But then our, our younger counterparts were like all vacationing around like, mm, have a great time. Yeah, like I didn't get a passport till I was like older. Right. You know? Right. Everybody else is living up their life and you're like. I just changed like four dirty diapers. Does anybody care? My kid just started teething. Yay, me. Just walking. Said mom. Right, you know, right. and everyone's just like, mm. so now at, you know, where we're at, where our kids are older and we have, I don't know, I guess like a little bit more leeway than the ones with the younger ones. Now they're kind of catching up. So yeah. it's, I find it amusing to watch them like struggle because it's like we were already there. Yeah. And, and now it, we're at a different level and we're like, just wait till you get just here. Wait. <laughs> and since my and son, mind you, like our kids only have like four or five year age gap. Yeah. And I'm like, how do I survive this? It's like this turns <laughs> and into And they're the this. opposite sex. And I'm like, they said this was fun. <laughs> this is not a good time. That, no, it's not fun. There's no manual. There's, There's nothing. No it's manual. Just... You literally, parenthood is winging everything. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> including relationships because even trying because now there's no manual on how to balance home life and you know social life we'll say right and it gets to a point where i've been through you know the the divorce and i'm like yay i'm wild and free and i'm having a great time <laughs> no, and i'm out at the club and i'm you know it's a wednesday night and then i'm getting up for work and i've got my sunglasses on and i'm trying to balance being a good mom while still being young and wild and free. Yeah, wild and free. <laughs> and You're I not had young, my time. Nor wild, Thankfully, nor <laughs> I had my family who was here. And it's not that I neg- neglected my kids, but it came a point where it was like 50 50. Like, you I've got to give break. my kids their attention and their time and their whatever, but I still need to be me as an individual. Before I don't even recognize who that person is. Yeah. Did I get criticized for that? 100%. 100%. I got married when I was 20. I didn't have that time. And I was with my ex-husband since I was 18. I didn't have that time to figure out who I was and who I wanted to be and what I wanted out of another partner. I was like, I just decided, I'm like, this is it. Yay me. And let's go full force. After the divorce, it was like, I could sit back and decide like, all right, let's try this out. Let's try this out. And were there times I made mistakes? 100%. But it was mistakes that everybody makes, you know, while dating and all that. I just, 
skipped ahead and then went reverse. And I had to learn. I got criticized. Oh my God, did I get criticized? You're abandoning your kids. Your kids need you and they don't understand. And I'm like, they're, they're, they're one in three. They're asleep by the time I, and I made sure like they're asleep by the time I leave the house. I'm not out more than I need to be. I'm not missing anything. So my kids can literally count on their hand now how many times I miss an event. But you still got the criticism. So it was a lot of pressure. And then dating on top of that, it was like, oh, so you're going out on a date? Well, how serious are you? I don't know. I just went out with them for the first time. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and then do? it was like, uh, do you want them to b- proclaim marriage? Like, I love you. Doth is you, taketh me. No, shut up. I'm good. <laughs> and then it's like, well, is the homework done? Is he have food? Did he do this? Yeah. Did he do that? Is he going to, you know, and it's just like, I, I understand. Like, I know I got to get this stuff done, but mm. I also need the time. Like, your kids, no matter no matter who you are, your kids are your life. Like, we all know that. But at the same time, you need that escape to remind yourself of who you are so that you can show your kids who you are and what you've done and what you've accomplished and everything that you've done for them so they kind of can understand, like, you can be a parent and not have your, your, your life revolve around your kids and still remember who you are, where you came from, and where your roots are. You had, another, you had a name before mom. Exactly. Yes. There was name. There I was, was a name. <laughs> you were somebody. I don't know who I that had, was, but I had to figure it no, out. But you, you have dreams, to, aspirations, dreams, aspirations, goals in life. You know, and it's they get put on pause. They get put on hold. You know, your kids come first, and then at, at some point, you can go. You know, they say you can't go back, but you can. You can. You know, and if you do, and you accomplish your goals, then that shows your kids like. I dedicated my life to you and I still was able to accomplish my goal. So we can do anything, you know? Nice. Um, how does it feel? No. How does it make you feel about everyone all around you is with someone or married? I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm okay with it. Um, I like, I like my independence. I like not having to, I don't know, I guess answers to somebody is like maybe not the right phrase, but like I like to be able to go, you know what? I'm going to stay in bed today. I don't feel like doing anything this weekend. Right. Or I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to do this. You, you know, don't and it's, check in I don't got to check in with anybody. I don't have to go see families that I don't care about. <laughs> right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, do I get lonely? I mean, I guess, you know, you, everyone gets lonely and you want to do something. It's like, oh, you know, I want to go do this. But it's like, who can I call? Who can I hang out with? But I also feel like that's where, where friendships come in, where you don't you don't feel that loneliness because you have someone, whether they're married or, or not or in a relationship, like I can call and be like, hey, you want to go do this, you know. But I don't know. It's just I like having that freedom and not having to go through somebody else and be like, hey, I want to go to the movies tonight. Are we doing anything? Do we have anything planned? You know? Trellis. To the question. How do you feel about everyone all around you is with someone or married? I'm okay with it because I see um, people my age now, there's not too many relationships that I question at this point like why are they together 
Um, you know, are they happy? I feel like they're um, good matches and they've got good communication. Like I, I can recognize those things now because those people waited a little bit longer. Do I get lonely? 100%. Would I like to be with someone that can complement what's going on in my life? Yes. Am I the type of person that used to believe in um, that I have to do, you know, put in 100% and the other person has to put in minimal effort and I'd be happy? No. But I also don't see myself settling for anything less than what's kind of 50-50. And I don't truly believe that that exists anymore. I feel like a lot of the dating scene is a lot more um, sexual need than anything else. There's no real connection. There's just a physical. Right. But there's no like mental, emotional. Right. Like you want someone to to bounce ideas off of, to like have conversations. I mean, not all the time, but you also want someone to kind of like be goofy. Sure. You know? Right. And, And just kind of like if you're in a bad mood, kind of like lift you up a little bit. And mm-hmm. I like, I, I try to picture sometimes how someone would fit into my current lifestyle. And I'm completely happy with what I've got going on. My life revolves around my kids' schedules, you know, and, and I've got downtime and I've got my friends and I balance this and I balance that. How would someone kind of factor into that? And it's just like, I do want that that physical and that um, attraction to someone. Does it need to be my main concern? No. But I need someone that is going to kind of balance everything out. You know, I'm cooking, you're washing. It's it's, it's like the very, very minimum of things. Exactly 50. that, 50. that, That really don't equate in, in in this real world anymore i'm wash if, if i'm cooking you're gonna wash dishes i'm not washing dishes <laughs> if you're taking out the garbage and i'm i don't know clean the bathroom I, like it's just we're a gener i feel like we're a generation where we're the last of our old values that a man needs to do x y and z i don't believe in that stuff i just need you to help me and i'm going to help you you build me up and I'm going to build you up. And nowadays it's literally that easy that it's a swipe of a finger that I don't like the way you look and that's it. Right. Yeah. I feel a lot of um, like dating sites with, you know, swipe left, swipe left. It's all about physical. Like, sure. And I feel like a lot, you know, when you're, when you're in a relationship, it's like, you're not mentally connecting. You just want that physical. You want, we are, a gen, well, not us, but it's a generation of immediate gratification. Yeah, in, yeah, instant gratification, definitely. You know, where it's like, I need you to give me this, this, and this. Oh, you're not going to give it to me? Well, then this is over. This isn't going to work for me, <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah. And on the one side, like, all right, I feel like you can be like that with certain things. But to get to that point, you have to build to that. Sure. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't expect me, like, you know, we start dating, and you can't be like, all right, well, you know, this is all fun and games and all, but I need you to be home. I need my dinner cooked. I need it warm. I need the bed made. I need the clouds clean. Like, I just worked an eight-hour day, right. a 12-hour day. I'm sorry, what have you done? <laughs> right. 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 
You know, yeah. like and why it's, couldn't and it's you? Weirder watching things from the next generation, where my daughters are in high school and they're like, you know, guys are starting to talk to them and blah blah blah, whatever. And it's as if the guys are just standing on a stage and going, I pick you, I pick you, I pick you. Why? Why is it happening? Why is what happening? What do you mean? Where the guys are like literally on a stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going, I pick you, I pick you, I pick you. Oh, wait, what's that yeah. show with the roses? But uh, Bachelor. The Bachelor. Here. Or Bachelor. Yeah, like rose. I give you a rose. <laughs> it's that type of scenario. And, and they're like, oh, yay, he's talking to me. Why is this still happening? He like, has there's no answer so many independent, successful women. And I'm constantly, like, sending my kids. They're like, Mom, please stop. Of, like, uh, um, memes and stuff. Like, Rihanna straightening out her crown and, like, these goofy quotes. Because I need to instill in them that, like, you don't need to settle. No. You don't need to settle, but everybody wants to be wanted. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. But... You need to be wanted by the right type of person. Absolutely, but how? How you but, know uh, the, the, by not going through the game? The well, first you gotta thing, go through it, and that's what I tell the my kids. First I'm like, thing, I need, I want to protect you so badly from so many things, and I'm very open. The the problem with, with is the last that we two or three are, years with my girls, I've been very, very open. Whatever you want to ask me, ask me. The only question I will not answer, will not refuse to is what happened between me and their father. Oh. Well, or at least not yet or ever? Ever. Oh, wow. Huh. That is the only question I want to... The honest truth, to this day, I just we were arguing a lot. If you want to know beyond that, you need to ask your dad. Oh. So, you won't... It's not that the truth won't be shared. It's just that you won't share it. I won't. Well, I say this. You need to ask your dad. You tell me what your dad answers, and then I will tell you the truth. Wow. Okay. But it will not come from me. That's fair. I mean, I feel not, like not I, wholeheartedly. I, I cannot look my daughters in the face and be like, well, your dad cheated on me. Yeah. After he was be not willing I've, to do his share of I feel of like X, y, any child that, you know, you know, results of like divorce or, you know, not even if they were married, if they were just together, if it comes to that question of, what happened, it should be both parents that should yes. sit there and tell them yes. together. Because yes. that was something that because was Because I never them. wanted to be one-sided. And I've had many right. situations where, you know, my ex-husband wasn't dad of the year. Um, and, and I've said, we need to have a family meeting. Your kids have issues. I don't want it to come from my mouth. I need it to come from theirs because you're never going to take me seriously. I will always be the ex-wife with a grudge or whatever. Mm-hmm. I need you to hear it from the kids. And so we need to have a family meeting. And I've always made it about that. So when they ask me, still to this day, Mom, what really happened between you and Dad? Me and Dad I argued a lot. If you want to know more than that, ask your father. He left the Legos on the floor and I stepped on them and it was just not a good time. <laughs> That was the, that was it. That was that was the deal breaker. The Legos. So I mean, perfect segue. But going going with your kids, you know, all of you have all of you have lovely lovely kids. And you said, well, I don't know if you actually said, but are your daughters like boy crazy now and stuff like that? And you're trying to protect them. Oh, they have. Oh my god, yeah. 
I my my oldest has I can't I can't. She's see not exactly she's... boy crazy. She's more like, and it's hard to say. I mean, like it sounds horrible, but she's like pursued. Sure. Yeah. Often. Yeah. And she falls in that trap of of receiving that attention, and getting the compliments, and I'm like you just got to watch your actions. Like, and, and I talk to her as much as I can, but even recently, you know, there's somebody talking a lot of game and not following it up by actions. And then somebody else tells her something. I'm like, cut it off. <laughs> we done. We done. And she's like, but mom, I'm like, no, cut it off. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. I see it coming. And yet she falls into the trap. So when I spend like, I don't know, the next month, sending her gifts and, and memes. And I'm like, Where, strain your crown, queen. You got it. And I'm like, if anybody wants to be with you, they're going to show you. They're going to pursue you. You never have to worry about anybody. My youngest is like, he wanted to see me like 14 times yesterday. I've got shit to do. I love her. She cracks me up. He's like, he, mm, I ain't got time for she this. Is, she is no holds bar. She's just like, he was calling me all day and he wanted to see me, but I had stuff to do. And I'm like, I put my phone on do not disturb. <laughs> and I'm like, I see my two extremes in both of them. Right. And, and, and in all Isn't... women where you want to be accepted, you want to be chased, you want to do whatever. And the other one who's like, go away. being so needy. Like, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Isn't that and great? it's hard to balance. And I'm like, how do I step back as a mom and be like, you've got to learn your own lessons. But at the same time, I'm like, but you need to be strong. You need to do it. So I told my oldest, I was like, oh, we're going away this weekend? All right, no problem. We're going to get in the car. You need to cry? I need to cry. I need to get it out. Let's find a playlist. Let's get it out of our systems, and we're going to do whatever we got to do. But that's being a mom to girls. True. Where I think, like, I can connect a lot more because I know what is happening. Mm-hmm. I've been through it. I've been through the motions. I've been through all that stuff. I think if it was, I was a boy mom, I would be completely out of my element. Right. See, I That's have a double in. whammy. Mm-hmm. I have a boy, but he is also gay. Mm-hmm. So that process, right, in itself, is very uh, interesting. Well, how well how was that? Well, take it back a bit. How was that reveal? Like, um, how did okay, that, how did that go down? And how did you feel about that? So, they everyone says you know you're born with it. It is what it is. I feel he was born with it. You could tell. You saw it early? I saw it early only because, you know, his, just his mannerisms and just the way he presented himself, you know, and, and it was just like, you could tell, mm-hmm. like it was coming, mm-hmm. you know? So when he's 13, he goes, he sends me a, a text message, random. He goes, mom, I'm gay. D- very straight. <laughs> all right. I mean, ironically, <laughs> very straightforward. Right. We're all like, okay. He goes, no, like for real. Okay. <laughs> you coming home? <laughs> Dinner's ready. I mean, no. He was, he was downstairs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he was afraid to say something because he thought we were going to take it back. Sure. And we're like, listen, we all love you regardless of, you know, whatever. Um, and it was one of those things where it's like, you know, you're 13. Like, what do you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I started asking the questions like, do you have a crush on a boy? Did you try to kiss a boy? Did you try, you know, like, did a boy, is a boy interested in you? Like, you know, it, it, it's things that as a parent, for that situation, like, who the hell knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so it started off like that, and then it kind of, kind of, like, just died down. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
when he got older, I would say about three years, <laughs> it was like three years, he comes out again. He goes, so I just want to tell you guys that I'm gay. We're like, all right, you said that like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're okay surprise. with this. Yeah, it was like, surprise. And then it's like he couldn't wrap his head. Like, it should have been the other way around where right. we couldn't wrap our heads yeah. around him being like, gay. You guys, are, you guys are supposed to be upset. Yeah, and that's, that's how it was. He's like, you're, you're, you're not upset? Like, mm. we're like, no. Like, we're just, you know, we, we accept you for who you are. Like, you're, you know, regardless of, you know, you're my son. And my mom's like, you're my grandson. My dad said the same thing. I mean, you know, it was it was a little hard for the older generation, like my grandparents, sure. my my grandfather and stuff. Like we we never told them mm-hmm. because it was something that they would not understand, and it was just yeah. like we're, we're not about to have that conversation. Nope. So <laughs> you know, and it was just like we accepted it, and it and it was fine. And I remember, what was it like, two Christmases ago. Maybe three Christmases ago, mm. he decided he wants to go full blown makeup oh, to okay. a family party. Okay, and we're talking like bright colors. Like yeah. we're like, yeah. we need you to tone it down a little <laughs> bit. Um, and it wasn't, it, it wasn't in the in the way that we needed him to tone down because we didn't want him to express himself. Express himself. It was just you can't do this much right now yeah 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 you yeah, know yeah, you, yeah, you kind of got to give it to, to the older generations in little bursts sure you know but he was there. and he can't do his makeup better than we can no like come on he does it like amazing. tone it down relax <laughs> yeah. yourself like we're like, we're very neutral you teach us first <laughs> yeah like we're very neutral yeah. people you know and he's like bright colors you know eyelashes and and, and you know it looks better than us we were jealous yeah you know and, and it was just whatever and i'm like you know you just got to tone it down a little but bit. But I think we kind of suspected from a young age. Mm-hmm. But again, it was the generation. Well, that's thing. what I, yeah, I, was, I said that, um, you know, that it was younger. But we, like I said, we suspected it. But it was just, we were waiting for him to come out yes. on his terms yes. and his way. Yes. Because we weren't going to say, like, are you gay? Are you gay? Are yeah. You gay? <laughs> like, we know you are. Um, and actually, I think a turning point was when he was in, um, he switched schools from in, in first grade. Um, and a group of the boys told him like, you're gay straight up, just told him you're gay. And at that point he didn't know what the term was. Cause I mean, what are you eight? Yeah. So he comes home and he's like, what is that? And I'm like, how do I explain this to an eight year old? Right. You know, because of the way he, he presents himself. Like he's very polite and he's very, you know, he's just very, uh, I'd say effeminate kind of sort of, sure. you know, Uh um, but yeah, it was just, you know, how do you explain it? But then like he came out and it's just like everyone. It, but that was another thing in our, in, our, in our culture as Hispanics where you had some men that were raised by women and they were very feminine, although they were straight. Right. And you didn't know. So with him, it was always kind of the question, like, is it because of the uh, female influence he has around him sure. or is it just a sexual preference and we didn't know and I remember it was like a couple years ago where even as a baby like I was close to him he was my favorite I, I literally we literally went everywhere together mm-hmm. everywhere he was my second child like still to this day he's like second mom <laughs> and I randomly asked him like so like with the makeup full gear and I'm like so you're out of the closet he's like oh yeah I'm out, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> didn't he say? Didn't he say he bust the door down? No, he did not. He said something else completely. <laughs> Do you want me to reveal that? 
<laughs> and it wasn't like a random diner. And I was like, okay, yeah, got but, it. But then like, you know, what I was, my fear was that my family would be very, well, not like my immediate family, but like now we're going to like family parties and he's like doing his makeup and right. he's doing this. So it was very like, I need you to tone it down. Yeah. Like, right. The feathers need to come Like, although you don't want to do it because you've taught your child to be independent and right. be who they are, you're still scared for the reception. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You're like, what's going to happen? And how do I protect them from that? Regardless right. of who is around and who is watching. Like, it's just, this should be their safe space. And how somebody receives it, although you're not responsible for it, you're still trying to protect your child right. from it. So um, when he did decide, he was like, you know, he did tone down the makeup. Thank God. And he went to, it's like no one batted an eye. No one batted an eye. And, you know, I felt a little bit more relaxed. So the next family one, he's like, I'm good. I'm like, do whatever the hell you want. Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. So he's, you know, and he's worn makeup and everything. And like, no one bats an eye. No one says, like, I, they, you know, he gets compliments for it. And like, you know, you should do this as a job and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm learning. Um... Just like everybody else, you know, I asked him what his pronouns were and he says he's still he. Okay. You know, he, him. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying um, all you to can understand because it's, it, you know, it's, it's all, all new and, and we didn't grow up with these things. So now, yeah, you know, we, we grew up in a different generation where um, they rather literally the, the phrase that they use in Spanish translated into English was we'd rather you be a hoe than be a lesbian. Yeah. Wow. Can you say it? Mejor puta que pata. <laughs> you know? And my mom would say to me, like, you know, what are you going to do if, you're, if, you're, if your girl's a lesbian? I'm like, I don't care. I ask my kids, do you like a guy? Do you like a girl? My child doesn't change because of who they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't change for me. And I've told my kids that. And I've always asked them, like, do you like a girl? Do you like a guy? And they've told me, you know, as much as they want to tell me. But I've made it perfectly clear that I don't care. And that they can come to you when, Absolutely. when, when that time comes. I don't I mean, care just, who it is. As yeah. long as you're happy the person treats you right, I don't care what gender, what race. I, I don't care about anything. As long as they, they could literally identify themselves as a wall. Mm-hmm. As long as they make you happy and they treat you right, I do not care. Yeah, I mean, and I've told them, I've told them that too, because you know we we don't care. And I think for him, it was the shock that we didn't care, because he was part of the um, LGBTQ group in uh, school, mm-hmm. and he came home and he, you know, they were very like, you know you won't be accepted. It's going to be so hard. It's going to be difficult. And you're going to have these obstacles to overcome. And it's like, for him, I'm like, what obstacles do you have right now? Like, what are you like? We're accepting of you. We back you up a hundred percent, you know, but that's us. You have to protect yourself from others. And I'm not saying, you know, you have to, um, not be yourself. You just have to know the boundaries of being yourself and what, the consequences are, and and it's 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 terrible to me that that there are consequences for being who you are. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. And I was gonna say, like, I wouldn't necessarily say that that group was wrong to say that because your son got it lucky, you know. Right. Like, oh yeah, you're gay. All right, whatever, man, sit down. We're trying to watch television. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But and like, it wasn't just like my immediate family. It was like yeah. 
our entire like yeah, outer family. group and like everyone was just fine with it yeah yeah but not not everybody has that right. story right. no so. not everybody had that same experience and i think we were all prepared to go to bat for him and be like what are you doing <laughs> what is happening right now yeah. we were all ready to go to bat and be like this is not acceptable like as a whole our generation was like you want to fight? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Square mm-hmm. up. We're good. <laughs> Just to protect him. Yeah. Um. So, Strellas, I've known you for two decades. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> two decades sounds like full ammo. <laughs> and for me, I'm, I'm just speaking from my experience. I've seen you. I've seen you give your kids everything why do you feel like you have to make sure your kids get the best experience in life ever because that's what they deserve it's just that plain and simple if i had it why shouldn't they and if i didn't have it then they still should um i don't necessarily believe that um every like my kids need brand names and they need X, Y, and Z. I've tried to fill my kids' lives with more um, experiences more so than anything. Fill them with family. I try to instill in them the, the stuff that I had growing up. We come from, again, we gotta say it, a very old school generation where family was absolutely everything. I mean, we are the first generation born here. Born here. Mm. Um, so that family you have is absolutely old country. everything. Our, our lives, literally, like my best friends are my cousins. Um, they're my sisters. They're, they're, they're everything. So having such an age gap between all cousins, like my kid's brother was her son. It's still her son. Um, the age gap is a little bit farther, so like you know, they're different life stages. I say we have like where the, the 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 girls and 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 her son grow apart, but it's not like at every family party they're not in the corner whispering to each other, saying what God knows what nonsense, texting, showing texting, memes, yeah. like right. Um, but. I was given every opportunity that this country had to offer. And then some with my parents working in factories and, and earning an education and working literally their fingers off um, to give me what I wanted. Why should I not? How can I not do the same for my children? It comes to a point where after my divorce, there was a time where I was like, I've got to be a mom and I've got to be me and identify myself. Okay. I identify myself. Now it's at a point where I'm like, I know who I am. I know what the standard that somebody has to reach in order for me to welcome them into my lives. And if they don't meet that standard, then I got to keep on moving. But my priority is my children. My dreams what they used to be where I was like, I wanted to be a psychologist or I want to be a social worker or I want to be a paraprofessional or whatever it was, no longer matter. 
my dreams, my aspirations, my goals are now to make sure that my kids' goals, dreams, and aspirations come true. I have to push them. I've got to make sure that they're on top of their homework. I got to make sure they're on top of their grades. I got to make sure they're doing X, Y, and Z so that they can be better. I'm already through half my life. Damn. Well, all right. <laughs> all right, Kevin Hart. <laughs> two quarters, two quarters of my life. I'm through. I've lived. I've experienced. I've done X, Y, and Z. I need my kids to go through that stuff, and I need to give them the best opportunity. That I can't, I can't hand it to them on a silver platter because they will never learn. But I need to make sure that hopefully they're prepared and willing to accept the experiences that are going to come their way. So and I think that I no longer matter. That's passed down from it's our that. parents because they came to this country mm-hmm. for, you know, better opportunities and, and, and stuff. And, you know, they passed that down to us. So our job is to pass the same um, determination and work ethic to our children to, you know, nothing in life is free. You can't get everything handed. Everything you get is because you work hard for it. And, you know, you have the opportunities. Like this opportunity may not be the one for you, but the next one may be, you know, and you just have to make sure that they're, they're prepared for that. Yeah. Cause again, like I said, I've like, I've known you forever and like all the time, like, yeah, I'm going, going down South for whatever. Oh yeah. She's going to whatever Italy and whatever. And then I saw, you know, the, um, the sweet 16, I'm like, yo, who, nah, who's getting married? All right. Okay. <laughs> that's like a cultural behind thing. The scenes, <laughs> right. Behind the scenes of all that, I've been shopping at Walmart for like 15 years <laughs> and hiding those pennies away because that sweet 16 was sold. It, it was, it was on my, that, that was all me, but it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. It really was. It was, it was, it really was amazing. I've got another one I was coming like, up. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. I, I was like, wow. Like, like the venue was great. Like everything was great. The, the whole candle thing was, was amazing. And, um, I don't know if you saw the, um, the, uh, the card that I gave. Yes. Her and I was like, "Yo, I can't wait for your wedding in Mars." Because I, I, I know wait, you're gonna do it. Pause. I know you're gonna do pause. it. Venus, Venus, did, we're oh, gonna wait. be different. What Jeez. did I miss? Did I miss something? What do you mean? What do you mean? Where? When are we going to Mars? <laughs> he said for eight, uh, for for my daughter's birthday. No, I mean for wedding. Her wedding. For a wedding. So who can top her sweet sixteen? But here's the thing: like after all that, like when when she was in eighth grade and she got invited to do the Europe trip and literally from when she was a baby, not baby, obviously when she could talk, it's like, where would you want to go in the world? And she's like, Paris. <laughs> and I was like, all right, so do you want to go to Paris? Do you want to have a, uh, at that time was a King Senyera. And she was like, I want a King Senyera. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and and then we started planning, but then she got invited to go to Europe. So I was like, well now I got to sacrifice myself. So it was like, Oh, mom's got like five pairs of clothes she can wear for a full month of work. No problem. I got, got Walmart shoes, Walmart jeans, like, you know, whatever it was. And we had to sac. I had to sacrifice where I, where I needed to without having them suffer. You know, early on after my divorce, it was very difficult because my credit was shot. I literally made pennies and, and, and I was literally, uh, when I'm telling you pennies, I mean pennies. Like I was $200 short of making 
what I needed to for um, Section 8, oh, any government assistance. I was. They were like, you make $200 too much. And I'm like, 200 <laughs> Really? <laughs> like, I was that low in income. Right. And um, it was just a bunch of sacrifices. And at that time, I was not receiving, although I was owed, I was not receiving any child support. Right. And it and it was constantly, you know, the other side of being a divorced parent or any type of parent where you have child support is is the justice system. That we haven't even touched on because it's you, you filed for child support. This is what you're owed. It's not so easy that that person is going to send you that type of money all the time. I spent eight years not receiving a dime in child support. He's in arrears now, but I spent eight years without receiving a dime. I don't make enough, but he was working under the table. We would go to court. I promise I'm going to get a good job, but he would take the lowest paying job he could possibly get. And it was constantly a battle that you had to go through and it was exhausting and emotionally, uh, emotionally, physically, mentally, it was exhausting. And you still have to come home and go, Hey, baby girl, how you doing? And acts like nothing is wrong because the only thing that that can't touch is your kids. Regardless of what's going on between you and the the other parent, you can't let it touch them because it taints them. And it's so unbelievably difficult, more so than being single or being lonely or being anything else, is that balance act of you trying to be a normal human being and being a mom. There is nothing like it. It is the try most not to lose exhausting your job ever. Amen. Exhausting. Mm-hmm. Let the record show that boy moms do not need sweet 15s or 16s. Thank you. You you could have done it. I could have. Yeah, well, boys get Well, boys, all right. He can. told me they after can. he told me after the fact. He was, you know, he's like, "I want to sweet 16." I'm like, "Well, it's too late cuz I ain't got money." <laughs> cuz I ain't got money. I, I promise you I tried to get my daughters to be like Okay, so my oldest, I'm like, you can get a trip anywhere you want in the world. You can get your King Sangera or your Sweet 16. And she goes, I want my Sweet 16. I'm like, why? You can go anywhere you want in the world. She goes, Mom, you already let me go to Paris. And I'm like, you privileged bitch. (laughs) Yeah, we, my, um... When it came time for me and my sister to have a Sweet 15, we actually didn't have one. And not because... We couldn't. It's we chose not to. Our our options were you either get a sweet 15 or you get a car. And my mother being who she is, she's a very lovely woman. She's very, you know, realistic and logical. She's like, we can spend this much money on a party for one day or you can get a car that will get you to school, get you to work, and you will, you know, so. Me that- and Molly all ended up with cars. <laughs> Used yes. ones, but we all. And I'm going, my daughter is very close to that age, and I'm going, how did our parents ever let us have cars? <laughs> and let and was like, because they didn't Que vaya know. con Dios. Like, why? My daughter is very close to getting her license, and I'm like, how? <laughs> how why? Why is this happening? Why did they give us a or Dora Sedan when we leave in Jersey and was like, hope it all goes well. <laughs> I mean, they were crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but I mean, that was that that was my experience. We didn't we didn't have that. Mm. So I mean, we had the option. Sure, sure. But, you know, we just me and my sister were always like, Meh. 
Yeah. And then, you know, my son, because now they were doing the, 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 you know, the men sweet sixteens and the, you know, the boys. And he comes to me and he's like, mom, I want one. I'm like, well, it's too late. Cause I'm broke. I ain't got time for this. You know? And it's, it's worse because his, you know, he's born in December. It's like yeah, holidays. So it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. I, I can't do anything. Yeah. So, so everything that happens in my girls' lives, it's with very much sacrifice. A lot of it. And I made it a point that beyond when, when their father started paying child support, I was one of those moms that you couldn't come back to me and go to court and say, show me your records. And I would be ashamed of what I'd spent. I have my, my child support comes through a, it doesn't go to my bank account. It comes through a debit card. It's a separate bank account, a separate debit card, you know, completely separate than my personal stuff. So if tomorrow somebody would say, show me where you spent your child support, every statement would state anything that my kids needed to do, whether it was sports. I, you know, they, they do various sports and when they get their required clothing, it's $700 for both of them. If it's something, whatever they wanted to do, whatever they were interested in, I indulged them. If it was, um, tumbling or cheer, softball, whatever, my kids absolutely had the opportunity to have it if it wasn't the best of the best it was the next of the best of the best because that was their money it wasn't mine and that's another thing with you know being a single parent that the other person is claiming or you have this stereotype of being the baby mama and you want this money for this and you want this money for that and it's like I was never about that life my life was my kids how do my kids benefit? How do I make them have a semi-normal life growing up in a household where they spent 70% of their time living with me and 30% of their time living with their dad in another family or, or whatever is going on over there? And it was very difficult to separate when they were very young. It was very difficult to let go in diaper. My, my youngest was... Nine months when I separated. Mm. Nine months. Mm. And having two girls and you're so used to being in control and knowing who is around them and what is happening to then going, here you go. Like this is your other, this is your human human being for you to protect, but I don't know if you're going to protect it or not. It was very difficult. I don't know who's around them. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what kind of lunatic is going to be there because I don't trust anybody when it comes to my girls. No one. No one. And I used to tell my girls, if anybody touches you, we have a code. You just send me a random um, emoji. But that's now that they're older, when they were younger and they couldn't express themselves. I was like, how do they tell me if somebody touched them inappropriately? If, if it was one of their father's friends or one of their father's coworkers, like there's so much at play that nobody really pays attention to that weighs on a single mom. Regardless of gender, whether it was a girl or a boy, like at this day and age, you don't know who's going to touch who, who's going to do what. And then you have the other parent then telling you, well, where did my money go? What did you do with it? Where is it? What what happened? 
bro, you have no idea what it, what needs to happen to raise a child, to make them content, to let them, uh, to nourish their dreams and their hopes and try this out. And if it doesn't work, then we fail and let's keep it going. And then it's like, well, what do they want for Christmas? Well, I, I can't tell you. How about you ask them? <laughs> yeah, but even my kids, like literally I can tell you that my kids every Christmas, it's like pulling teeth. What do you want? I don't know. You don't know because you literally had everything you've ever needed. Right. I remember one Christmas, my my, young, my one Christmas, my youngest was like, I want everything purple. <laughs> Why do I remember this? <laughs> right? We had to find any and randy any, thing that was purple. purple. <laughs> and it was like the most random things. And I'm like, I'm I not think- going to, I refuse to let people spend money on things you don't need. Yeah. And I've always called her monkey since she was a baby because she used to climb on everything. And so it was like a purple monkey. It was like a purple backpack. It was a purple this, a purple that. And I'm like, bro. See, that's the problem. Like with, you know, our parents gave us as much as they could. So we tried to pass it on to our children. So it's got to the point where they get everything. Right. You know, like there's nothing. Not even from us. Yeah, not even from us. It's from our parents. Yeah, because they give him everything. So it's like, you know, I go to him, you know, his birthday's coming up. What do you want? I don't know. I don't know. know. He he doesn't know. Yeah. Like, I think last year he was like, I want a pair of um, AirPods. So she got him a pair of AirPods. I did that. Yeah. You know, the year before because that. Because the year before, he was like, I don't know. And I don't think even no, think no, the year before, for No, the year before is when he wanted all the, the college sweatshirts. No, no, no. The year before the year before that was when I said we were going to take him to yes. Dear Evan yeah. Hansen. And then COVID hit because he yeah. had a job. And I was like, tell me. And he was like, all right. Yeah. And then he never got back to me. And then COVID hit. And I'm like, well, now you got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, with, with our kids, it's just, it's hard because... They we give them don't need. Yes, I mean they don't need for anything, and even their wants, we've more than done. And even if we say no, Grandma says yes. Grandma <laughs> says yes. Grandma <laughs> says yes. Grandma says yes. God bless them. Yeah, you know. But then you go back to them and be like, "But when I was little, and I said, <laughs> yes, yeah, you tried oh to my hit God, them with that's that. such a huge issue." <laughs> but you like, said no. Hold up. I mean, like, how many times did we ever want McDonald's? And they'd be like, no, there's food at home. Well, blah, that's blah, blah, another blah. issue. Being single moms and us living with parents. Not only are you dealing with uh, a baby daddy or lack thereof or whatever emotionally you're going through with that. But you're also dealing with parenting with another parents. with other people because your parents think that they're entitled to their opinions about how you're raising your children, you're like, uh-huh. in their me, eyes, this is mine. In you their... had your turn, my turn now. But they didn't do it right the first time, so they got to do it the second time. This yeah, is a do-over. But the second time, they don't have the same backbone. No, so what you weren't able to get away with, they they let your children, you're like, hold up a second. That's not how it went down with me. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like, doing you know, it, to like, our parents. No, this is our grandbaby. I'm like, no, but you're helping me raise them. Right. You have to hold but the same But no bond. matter, no. you know, and this is just is a generational thing. No matter how old you get, we're still their children. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they still see us as children. Absolutely. And we have no idea what we're doing. Absolutely. So they need to raise our children because we are children ourselves. Correct. Yep. So then you're kind of caught in that middle, like. Yes. Where you're living, you know, for us, where we live with our parents, it's where 
you're trying to reprimand your child, but you are also getting reprimanded by your parent. <laughs> because the then yeah. your mom is, you know, you're yelling at your child and then your mom's yelling at you or your dad's yelling at you going, you can't talk to her like that, blah, blah. And you're just like, hello, can you not do this right now? Yeah. You know, and, and it's a, it's also, you know, it's also a struggle, you know. And then when you try to bring a significant other into that dynamic, oh, it's just. It's wonderful. Because then it's like, you got to explain to them, like, yes, I know I'm an adult, but I am five years old in my house, you know? So that's, I feel like that's another thing that people don't understand too much. I mean, you know, in our, I mean, in Hispanic cultures or in any culture where, you know, the females don't really leave the house Mm -hmm. until they are with somebody. Yes. You know, you stay home. Yes. Um, Because for us, like, if, if either one of us said now we're going to move out and get an apartment, it's like, pause. <laughs> well, the Where, only reason, um, and let me tell you though, like when my ex and I were together the last year we were debating it. And then after we got divorced, I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I mean, at that point you it realize. comes to a point where your kids are so accustomed to what's going on that it would do more harm then good separating them right from, from what, what they're their comfortable with. normal is every day. Like my mother, I live with my mother. I live with my, my aunt. We come from generations that took care of their elders and stayed with their elders and everything like that, that you're just like separating from them is so mind boggling. You're like, what, why, why? Yeah. Like, where are you going to go? Why? You're fine. <laughs> it's not only like the babysitting, they take care of them, but it becomes a point and And that's and where feel- we're at at this point that my kids are in high school and my aunt and my mom are getting older that it's the, the switch of who's taking care of who at this point. And to ever be like, yeah, mom, we're moving out of the house. I think would devastate both her and my children. Sure. And become a serious issue. So I'm like, why would I do that? Right. Why? Mm-hmm. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I mean, at one point when you're when you're when they're younger, it's like, all right, I can move out. Right. Right. Okay, I'll move out. And then, okay, but I need a babysitter. I gotta pay for that. I gotta pay for rent. Oh wait, but I gotta pay for food. I gotta pay for car. Oh, but I need gas. <laughs> And then, oh, but I need a phone. I need cable. Because, you know, you got to watch the baby channels. I remember when you had the, the storage channels. unit. Jackie had a storage unit where he, she used to buy things on sale yes. for an apartment. That I was going to eventually move into. Yes. And then once I realized that life sucks and I can't <laughs> afford it, by my, I, I couldn't do it. Like, to be fair, at where I was working at the time, like, we just didn't make enough. There was yeah. no way I could do it. And then I would save this stuff because eventually I was going to move out mm. and I was going to do my own thing and I was going to be the adult and I was going to be the, you know, whatever. And then I realized I'm broke. <laughs> I know. I went as far as to like apply for low income housing. I remember that. Because I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't have somebody else tell, telling me how to raise my own kids. I can't do it, how to live my own life. Like I just can't live under a microscope. And I went as far that I applied for low income housing, got approved toward a place and I was like I'm ready to move out and my kids were like and and Mima <laughs> and I was like oh shit <laughs> I'm hit yeah. I'm hit I can't do anything it's okay. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what to do but 
it eventually came to the point where I was like, you need to understand that I need to be a mom mm. and make my own mistakes. You did yours. Mm-hmm. I understand that you learned from them and you did whatever you had to do, but I need to learn from mine. And it's a completely g- different generation. You have access to social media and and they're learning things so much quicker and you're doing all these things that you can no longer advise me how to do what I need to do. Mm. And that's where we're at. I mean, it gets to the point where we have to just put our foot down. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. though it's a very yes. soft foot. <laughs> it's a very soft foot because we don't want to get yelled but at. But I keep stepping on but it. But you keep, you know, you keep putting it down and go, you know, but mom, this is how, no? Oh, all right. Oh, we'll try again later. Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Listen, it's been a lot of battles, yeah. a lot of battles, not only with your own kids because you're constantly testing boundaries, but you're also testing boundaries with your own parents because, yes, we are fortunate enough to have our parents help us and yes. be there for our kids and do all the things that they do, but it's like they're constantly undermining who you are as a parent. Yeah. No, I definitely understand that even though i'm not a parent like you know despite my age they're like oh no you're still down here <laughs> you know, yeah so. no no matter what yeah no, we will always be the the five-year-old you know we'll always be their children and our children will be their children and you know if god willing they live to see their great-grandchildren mm-hmm. we they too will still be their children <laughs> so they'll be like oh i can spoil this one even more yeah oh no <laughs> All right, so let's 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 look into the future. So, of course, we you know you uh, we were talking about like the online uh, dating and stuff like that. So, yes, the dating game has changed from when we were younger. But what tactics are you using now to get a boo? None. 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 None at all. I honestly want to get back on social dating, like social media. I was thinking about it. Wait, like social the past, media like, or what? online dating? What are you talking about? It's like oh. Facebook dating. Oh, oh. No, like, no, like Facebook dating because come on. What's wrong with Facebook dating? Why is everybody <laughs> hating on Facebook dating? Come what's, on. We are uh, not seriously Facebook dating. Why, what's wrong with that? No. no well, first of all, that I don't accept anybody on my Facebook that I don't know, no, because all my pictures are of my kids. So if I don't know you, you're not getting on there. It's a privilege. You're okay. welcome. But I've honestly like been thinking about getting back out there and like being on social media just because where are you going to meet anybody anymore? Like, it's COVID. But, but not I even need, that. I mean, and I also think that, no. I think COVID, even more so, plays a big part in dating. This country is so divided right now. Sure. Vaccine, anti-vaccine, you know, government, uh, pro-government, anti-government, that you're just like, um, where do you fall? I like guess it's new questions that you have to ask to even see where the potential is. Right, but um, I don't know. Me, I'm a homebody. I was never one to like go to the bar, go to the club, and stuff like that. So like, like the online thing is good for me because I mean, not even like the swipe left and swipe right, but like, okay, you you have put forth what you want me to see. I'm gonna look at it, and if I like it, all right, I will pursue and but see what's up. I don't even think that people literally put the real... Listen, when I've completed those profiles, I'm like, oh my god, 
what do I put? There's 30 people behind me that are going, put this, put this, put this. <laughs> and she's it's not never, wrong. ever genuine. <laughs> she's not wrong. It's never because you never know what to put on there. You're just like, um, how do I it's, stand out? Well, right. You want to stand out. You want to be interesting. You know, you want to, you don't want to be, you know, pushed aside, whatever. Sure. Right. But at the same time, it's like, but if you put yourself out there and you put the real you out there, then you get the creeps. You get well, the yeah, I don't you even care about the creeps. creeps because I can just. I mean, you can. I'm not saying. I'm like, but it's just like at the same time, but it's I like just what feel do like you? At this point, the the time that you had the 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 time frame was between the start of lockdown to when they started working everything up because you had no choice but to get to know individuals. I mean, you had online. Zoom dates. You had Zoom dates. All you could do was talk. A friend of mine had. There Zoom was date. no. Physical interaction. I have a story about that. But it's not mine. <laughs> There's no physical interaction between anybody at that point. Mm. You couldn't. You, could, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't fathom anything happening at that point because everybody was like stuck in their homes, in their dungeons, and they were doing whatever. That was a time. I should have taken advantage of that time, but I didn't. All you could do was talk, get to know each other. Mm. You were forced to. At this point, all you can do is right back to where we started and maybe even worse. You're back at the swipe left, swipe right, which we didn't have the last time that we social dated. It was match and you had to view the profile and read a little. You were oh, forced that to. that new one, Bumble. I forgot about that one. Bumble, Tinder, all that mess. But when we were social dating, you had to read a person's profile. It wasn't just about the picture. Yeah. It was then you had to read the profile. You no longer have to do that. Right. So what actual emotional connections are being made? It's even worse now. And when as soon as you say, and I feel like for us, being so young when we had kids, it was always the put on your profile, you're a single mom. Yes. To weed out those peoples who were no, but weren't I feel interested in having someone who had kids. I feel like sometimes that would backfire because um, when I did put on my profile that I had, a, you know, that I was a single mom, then I wasn't taken seriously. Because then it's like, oh, you're looking for, you're looking for a dad. You're looking for, you know, because but, I'm not but, putting but on that, there. Isn't that taking you seriously? No, no, no. Okay. Not from, from being somebody's daddy. No. It's different than being somebody's dad. No, no. See. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know why you have to take it there, but okay. That is not where I was going. <laughs> but um, it's but true, the, though. But that's the thing. Like, I thought that people, as soon as they saw you say that you had kids, would automatically be like, they want a committed relationship. So it, I'm no longer going to swipe on them or like them or whatever. I'm going to keep it moving. Because I'm not interested in a committed relationship where I actually have to participate and, and hold some type of Well, that's what I'm saying. That's where it would backfire. Because then it's like, all right, well, you have a kid and it could be like, well, you know, that's not what I'm looking for, which is fine. You know, you know, not a, it's, it's not for everyone. But at the same time, you can't assume that I have a kid. So that makes me the type of person that is, you know, a one night stand. Like I'm not looking. Like I don't. See, I didn't. I, I didn't never think that understood. At all. I didn't oh, think that at all. Oh, you did not get the messages I got. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that as soon as you put like single mom, like two kids, whatever, that the 
these guys automatically assume that you were searching for something 100% serious. Like, I, I want a ring on my finger tomorrow. Like, if you don't like it, put a ring on well, it. Like, right. I mean, that's also a, another mentality that you have guys go like, you know, well, they want a serious relationship. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they want a serious relationship. They want a ring. You know, they want a dad for their child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's intimidating. To some people, because they don't want that responsibility, right? But also, as a but then mom. it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you know. I guess some guys would take it that you're on this dating site because you're looking for a one night stand, you know? Because there was no Tinder right. back then. There was there wasn't that. No, it was like match, eep harmony, right. and and. But I've and yeah. I mean, I don't know. From my experiences, from some of the text, from some of the the messages I got in there, it was just. I literally there. got onto the dating scene. And I was like, hi, my name is Trellis. I have two kids. <laughs> hi, my name is Trellis. I have two kids. <laughs> and I see from there where that interaction went. Oh, great. Here's a drink. Bye. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess you had better more. experiences. I have I have a million. Maybe that's for another podcast. All my dating site uh, dates that went just south real quick. <laughs> There was many. There was plenty. Oh, you know? And it's just... I, I've I never had a good experience. I But then I also got caught up in... Um, I got caught up in relationships that you didn't know... There are various relationships in your life, right? Mm. And whether somebody vibes with you on a friendship level, on a romantic level, whatever, I got caught up very early on where I didn't know how to distinguish between the two. So where I mistook friendship and understanding that a friendship was solid and it was good and it was genuine, sincere, I was like, oh, we vibe like this, let's take it to a friendship level. And, and once it got to the friendship level, because I kind of forced it because it was all or nothing. I was like, Oh, this doesn't work for me. I don't <laughs> like it. And then kind of trying to backtrack. It was a disaster. Disaster. <laughs> because you were learning all about relationships because we got started so early on. Yeah. I would say I'm like, my, my soulmate right now is married to his wife, blissfully happy. He is about to have 1.5 kids. And in about 10 years, he's going to be, through his divorce, completely caught up in child support and alimony. And then we're going to meet and live happily ever after. That is very specific. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, See, I'm hoping... That answers my question. <laughs> that I had later. <laughs> I mean, I... No, we, we, we let him lead this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> then I will stop. <laughs> Jeez. Um, what's it called? Um, where are we on that checklist? Yes, where are we on the checklist? Oh, I mean, like two more questions. Okay. Um, and, and, and then the final question. And uh, What type of man do you want as a suitor? Um, I'm once a gamer. <laughs> Why I say it like that? They <laughs> right? They want to hook up headphones and talk to each yes. other. Yes, 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 yes. No. Um, I mean, look, 
I'm um I feel like I'm a homebody, but I'm also like outdoorsy kind of. Okay. You know, I like I like doing different things. I like doing different experiences. Like I like trying new things. You know, so I would need someone who. Yes, likes games because I am a gamer. Sure, you yeah. know, games are awesome. it. Yes, and um, you know, but is it, interested in just doing random things. Can be silly, can be serious. You know, I I feel as you know myself. I'm very laid back. I'm kind of like you know. I think I'm fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some people may not think so, but um, I think you're fun. Well, thank you. But you know, it's just someone like I can just chill with. Someone who can be not only you know my significant other but can be my best friend um you know someone that if shit goes south for me can kind of hold me up and then you know vice versa somewhere where it's there's no agenda where it just things just happen naturally you know there's nothing forced there's no deadlines there's just you know you just vibe and you just chill and see where it goes Travis. um ever since you said like, I need you guys to be on the podcast. I was thinking about it. And I think for me, it's more so. Um, who can accept the person I've become? My life literally revolves around the two kids that I have. So someone that is willing to, I don't need you to step up. I don't need you to be a dad. They've got one. Whether he's bad, off, or whatever, they've got one. It is He is who he is. I need someone who's going to be a role model for them, a male figure for them, but more so for me, be someone that is going to compliment who I've become. Um, it's all about 50-50. I don't want to... I don't want to have to feel like I am lonely or that I am um, trying to make up for anybody else. I need someone there that's going to be like, I got you. You've had a bad day? All right, no problem. I'll make dinner. I'll do whatever. I got you. It's just um, more so a partner. Yeah, a partner. A, A better half, you know. It doesn't have to be extravagant. I, I don't really don't need name brands or grand gestures like you took out the garbage. Oh my god, you're amazing. Yeah, we've said I don't have very to ha- I, I really don't have to freaking like hound anybody to take it out and do whatever. It's it's very simple things. But as a woman at the end of the day, I need someone that I know that I can rely on whether it's I if I need to have an emotional mental breakdown that I've just I I've had enough that I can count on somebody to be strong enough to be like I got you go ahead break down do what you need to do tomorrow morning we're gonna act like nothing happened and we're gonna keep going on with our lives I'm gonna keep on pushing you you're gonna keep on pushing me and let's keep it moving forward. like here's a bag of Snickers here's a (laughs) bottle of wine we'll discuss this right 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 we're not going to discuss what you said last night while you were half a bottle in. <laughs> we're not going to we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to keep it moving. It's it, it honestly doesn't have to be any grand gestures. I don't need you to take me on vacation. I don't give about any of that. 
Maybe vacations a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing. I I am a big. I love traveling. I love traveling. You got so, right. And I've instilled that in my kids. I literally shop from Walmart so that I can go on vacation the following month. You know, I would like someone that is interested in traveling and and just you know basically trying new things because you know I like I like doing yeah. random weird things. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll I can't deal with anybody that's possessive, that's jealous. Like I've just got way too much going on that I can't deal with that aspect of a relationship and i think that's why we've been single for so long <laughs> we've been independent for so long and just, yeah we really don't okay maybe i'm talking for the both of us but we don't need someone sure we don't No. it's just we would like someone to be a part of our journey and and you know well, bring that's out the how best I in think us you know you're way. ready for a relationship i think when you need someone you're definitely not ready for a relationship right. i think when you actually realize that you don't need someone but you would like someone to compliment your life and and your lifestyle and and what you're going through that's when you're prime time for a relationship however a lot of people don't recognize that right i feel like a lot of people more they're more needy they need the relationship they need you know validation validation they need security they need you know I'm not up to tell you a hundred times a day. I love you, Bumu. I'm not up. I'm not up for it. Yeah, I don't like. I've got other stuff to do. I love you. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna demonstrate it, and I'm gonna make you feel secure. But I can't tell you a hundred times a day that I love you because that's what you need. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I can't. I, I can't. I can't. Like, all right. I I am willing to, you know, bring out the best in you. I am willing to. You know, do whatever it needs to you for you to get to where you need to go, but also realize that at some point, I I gotta, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's like if if that's what you need, you need someone to validate you and do, you know, basically just I guess pine is is a good word pine mm. over you. Mm. Then I'm not the one because mm. I don't I'm I'm not about that life. No, <laughs> I got better things to do with yeah. my time. There's a lot of Netflix. Do you wanna go? You can go. There's oh. a, there's a lot of Netflix. Uh, would you prefer to date a single guy or a single dad? Single dad. Um, I guess because my son is so is older, like either one. I mean, I think a single dad for me. I least. mean, I'll take a dad or a daddy. <laughs> Just saying. Or a wait, wait, wait. Is it a daddy? No, daddy? no, no stop it. Those are, those are two different things. I'm cringing right yeah. now. A daddy and a zaddy. A daddy and a zaddy are two different things. Oh, all right. I think there's a difference. I think that... There's a difference. I think there's a difference. I think there's where you have someone that is single that has been single and doesn't know the responsibility of being a parent and being responsible for somebody else's happiness, somebody else's dreams, somebody else's emotions. I think there is a huge difference. I think that a single father or a good one at least understands that their child's life comes first. I would never date a man who had a child and didn't put their priorities or their activities or their interests first. If I'm with someone and they have a child and they're out and about and doing this at whatever, and their child is sitting at home with the baby's mother, I have an issue with that Mm. because I was that woman I've seen that happen. I've seen that child wait by a window 
waiting for their dad to pick them up and, and do X, Y, and Z. I've been through that. I will never condone it. I will never be the type of woman that would be like, oh my God, you're an amazing dad. When I can visibly see you're not doing anything, I will never be that other woman who's like, my kids come first and yours come last. No, all children come first. Plain and simple. Whether it's your, mine, ours, all children come first. Then we come. So let's work at it. That doesn't necessarily happen when you have a single guy. If it was a single guy, I mean, I don't even know around our age at this point, do they even want to have kids? I don't know. I mean, I feel like some, you know, guys that are, you know, around our age may understand at this point, you know, at this stage in the game, like you're going to find women. If you want someone your age, you're going to find women that are divorced, that are single parents, you know, um, and it's like you have to understand that you are not the center of their world. Now, if you're there to compliment it, then, you know, that's great. If you want to be a, a male figure or, you know, say female figure, right, mm-hmm. um, then that's great too. It's just you just got to understand that there are priorities and not be intimidated or be afraid. That you you're know, not the center that of you're the not universe. The center of, yeah, you're not the center right. of attention. It's, it's not... It's not just you and that other person. There's like, it's a unit. Yes. You know, you become a, a unit automatically. Like it's, you know, free we've purchase. We've got activities. We've got things we got to do. I can't always answer your call. Right. Your text message cannot always go answered. And that's not always okay. That's why I prefer guys that have to have that responsibility. But they have to be men that take that responsibility seriously. Because there are women and men alike who do not. They have kids and they're like, yeah, I pay child support. That doesn't do anything That doesn't for me. make you a parent. That, that just doesn't make you... you a parent to me. Mm-hmm. At all. At all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we already heard how um, Sorellis wants to end up, you know, with like her life. Uh, where, where do you want to end up, Jackie? What's your favorite? Oh, ultimately. Tale? I want to live on a yacht. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean that wouldn't be a bad idea really. I no. mean. Um I I just I just want to be happy. I just want to be able to look back on my life and be like, you know, I have no regrets. I didn't, you know, um I didn't miss out on anything and and you know, make sure that my son's okay so that you know, when that time comes when I uh hit them pearly gates, I'm uh, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's walk on through. Yeah. Like I don't I don't need TSA. Stopping me and being like, excuse me, No pre-check, just go on through. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just want to be happy. It's just, I feel like anybody just wants to be happy. Um, And either, whether that's with somebody or by myself. Like, I just want to, at the end of the day, when when it's my time to go, I can be like, I lived my life. And I lived it well. Amen. All right. All right. Well, we got up to the point where, uh, you know, I've started this new thing where... I ask my guests if they have any uh, questions for me. And it's been going pretty well. They've been asking some pretty, you know, just cool questions and stuff like that. So I really appreciate that. And then after after their little questionnaire, of course, you know, we go through our one card game of the final question of the podcast. But as of right now, it's uh, the ladies. So uh, who wants to go first to ask me a question? All right. What type of woman do you want to end up with? Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one. 
All right. Well, I got my list right here. So hold on. Oh, my oh, God. He has a list. list. <laughs> we don't even have a list. Oh, my God. What was We're that? We're like, just take out the garbage. You're fine. Wait, what was that movie where they put it in the fire and they let it go? I don't know, but all I want is man to take out the garbage and clean the toilet. That's <laughs> Yo, all I want. That, that is like your big thing. Yo, can you take out this garbage? There are raccoons oh, out there. I smelled a skunk right, last right. night. I'm not messing around. I also, wait. I forgot. Can I add an addendum to oh, my yeah, yeah, dream yeah. man? Sure. He needs to cook. Okay. Just because, cook. Why does he need to cook? Because I like, you know, we can cook together. Uh, I avoid that. <laughs> for her. I, I avoid <laughs> that. You can't avoid Listen, it. Listen, I've, I've, I've already. She cooks just fine. She's fine. I have, I, all right. I have a friend that I do cook with. And okay. And we enjoy cooking and, you know. For. Whatever. <laughs> Jeez. She's all just right. hater. Okay. So What's this, your list? Lay right. it on us. All right. Th- and th- this isn't bad because, like. For like years, I've been trying. He's had to this list. Right, go ahead, go no, ahead. no, no, not even. Not Lay it on us. No, right. not even for years that I've had this list, but it was more so like you know, like you always come up with like the stereotypical stuff, but then you, you know, when you get older, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Way, that way, you know way. what you want, you you're don't like, want, you become very you're like, no. specific. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I finally like honed in on what. I Lay want. it on us. All right. So here we go. Uh, there's only four things. Oh. Okay. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> She has to, she has to be introspective, because I am. Okay. I'm I'm always reflecting on things, trying to get better, try to be a better person. Uh, creative. In whatever it could be like writing, music, whatever, just creative. Have a creative mind. Um, you don't want no bore. What? <laughs> you don't want a Not- bore. <laughs> oh right. Um, I thought you said bore. Yeah, I was like a bore. <laughs> a bore. Oh, not, that's not like bo- okay. like boring. Not okay. like a bore like boar's I'm head. Like, what? <laughs> Lord Jesus, I should have spelled it out. Um, feminine, but not a feminist or woke. I got that. That gets yeah, on my I nerves. can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm 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 a feminist, but I'm like really Listen, settle down now. I am all exactly. for girl power, but I feel like sometimes settle you down. Break down a notch. Yes. Yeah. Like there's just yes. don't don't go overboard. One hundred percent agree. Right. And uh, goofy slash playful. Well, it's always fun. That's, a, that's so cute. That's 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 a good list, right? That's not hard at all. That's, that's... I feel like whoever this is is in for like very deep and thoughtful conversations, like late night, like just sitting there. Yes. And it's just like you know, like we have with him now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, all but right. I feel like there would be more candlelight. And oh. like, why don't we get candlelight? He told. He because... promised me five minutes. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's for another podcast. <laughs> After dark. <laughs> that's that late night. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Um. Ooh, I actually, I'm, I'm going to ask you this just because I asked uh, with somebody else and, and their answer was weird. What do you define as wifey material? Wow. That's a very good question. Why, thank you. <laughs> What do I define? You know, it's funny. Um, I mean, I, I will try to answer your question, but um, I, I saw something on social media today where <laughs> the the subject matter was like, "Are you are you wifeable or are you just fuckable?" Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like There's you know, not to cut like, you off, hmm. but it's like one of those things. Like I was having a conversation, and you know, I was we were talking about just we were talking about dating, and he was telling me how men only date tens. And I'm like, okay, but she can be a 10, but she's not a wifey. But she could not be a wifey. He goes, he asked me, what do I define as wifey? And I said, you know what? That's a really good question. That is a damn good question. <laughs> and then I said, well then, what? I'm like, 
I am not looking for a wifey, so I cannot tell you. Yeah. So what do you look at? Well, okay, for once, you know, <laughs> I swear I'm going to answer your question. But but the, the thing that you brought up with like the the men's um, dating tens and stuff like that, okay, maybe. But here's my thing because I was literally talking to somebody, a future guest actually, um, dun, dun, dun. Uh, about about something because she, she showed me like a person who she considers like a 10. Mm. And I'm like, wow, like she the person that she showed me was absolutely beautiful but i was like you know what for me i'm like i don't think for me nines and tens are not dateable i believe you just look at them in awe and then that's it they're, they're just dateable physical. they're just like not you just attainable sure but no but i feel you just appreciate them for like like their, wow. their physical appearance like look at just... you you're freaking amazing it's like that's a piece it. of art I'm not like you're fucking, beautiful but i'm not gonna buy you i'm not gonna fucking date you are you yeah, kidding but me somebody's gotta be happy with them right well right i'm not saying no i was just saying like it's it's really more of like a personal preference like, yeah we not... can we can all be at the same restaurant and we see this girl pass by or a guy and we can either say like that person's really attractive um just based on physical but we can't say like I'm going to date that person or that's going to be someone I'm going to marry because yeah. you don't know them. You just physically. But, but, but I'm also beautiful. saying I'm not saying that they're not dateable. But for me, I'm just like you, you don't date nines and tens. You just look at them. <laughs> they're just, <laughs> that's just for me. But wow. Wifey material, man. Um, That is a good question. <sighs> See, I told you, like, you know, um, okay. Stereotypically, like seriously, someone who, a woman who, really does not get on your nerves like seriously i like i'm serious like some or na- nag i mean that's very that's very broad so like nagging about like anything just like yo because i because i told because i told a friend before it's like not even the stereotypical thing like oh i come in the door and you're already hitting me with like a thousand things but it's just like listen like not to say that you're not but like you know i'm fighting the world out there i can't fight you too Yes. You know, like I need some peace. Like that's why, like I remember when um, I saw something where a woman was like saying a, a guy would rather sit in his car 15 minutes before he comes in the house for, for his peace as opposed to coming in the house for and be time. your peace too. Yes. You know, so like that, that's just a big thing. But we're not saying that we're not going to listen to your problems or you don't have problems to share with me, but just like, yo, but calm it's not the little down. things. Like I think <laughs> at this point, like the stereotypical stuff that we've grown up on where, where women complain about men leaving the toilet seat up, just pull it down. What is the issue? <laughs> what is the issue? It's really not that serious. If you I were about to fall, then, I almost, then you weren't looking either. You're half at full. Listen, Let's get it together. It's dark at night. You don't want, right. No one wants to put the light on. Right. Out. I think it's a lot of stereotypical stuff that people focus on. It's like you, you really don't need to do it. I mean, unless you're like completely OCD and you need the house in a certain order and the other person is like the complete opposite. But they didn't become that overnight. They were that from the beginning and you accepted it. So shut up. <laughs> shut up. Okay. Uh, you know, not nagging. Be supportive. You know, yes. I'm not saying be blind supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, like yo, I'm gonna be a rapper. <laughs> okay, you need to. I sim- got you, boo. You need I'm to simmer down. Row. All right, what's your other option? <laughs> what else are we gonna work on? Like, We're I- gonna pin that. <laughs> All right. Well, let me hear your verse. That's encouragement enough. Well, let me hear your verse. You know. That sucks. <laughs> Let's move no, on. No, but no, but like you know, be supportive in like my dreams or in my endeavors and stuff like that. Be a friend. Be like I don't know. Don't like. <laughs> I love telling this story. So I was I was at a friend's house. 
I was at a friend's house and um, she was with her man who she wanted him to, to be more like like they were boyfriend but you know she yeah, wanted she was to trying be more. to cuff him pretty much him? pretty much right so like he's playing you know this so he was playing God of War right oh, no. so why are you giving that Facebook <laughs> I don't know what's happening no 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 but he was, oh, he, I know he, what's about he, to happen he was playing a video game right so like but he got you can't pause them he by got the way. to a point where like he couldn't defeat like this big monster or whatever right so it took him a couple days to like figure out like the moves and you know and skill set and all that stuff so like finally like while i was there like he finally got to it right he's like oh man boom like he's like yo babe like i beat it whatever it's like i got i got up to the next level and she's like don't you want to like level up in life wow (laughs) i mean that's a bit dramatic that was a dramatic (laughs) i died laughing i was like god damn (laughs) no hold on i also cannot stand it's a big red flag for me those men that are literally living off of their computers and their phones or whatever and playing these video games where they're spending money spending their so much time and i'm like and we could be doing x y and z like you got your hobbies you got your things to do i'm gonna have my interests and my hobbies too but it comes a point in time when you gotta put something down and those people that literally become so obsessed i'm like i i can't do this no, I can't do this. But he he wasn't. But she said, "Do you want to level up in life?" That was a bit extreme. He what? He was not like that. Like the dude, like I don't know what he actually does, but he literally works at One World Trade Center, wow. and he doesn't work at like the gift shop at One World Trade Center. Oh, you know what I'm right. saying? See, he works there. I so feel, let the man <laughs> let the have man. some downtime. That's it. I feel and like he beat the monster. <laughs> I feel like video games. It, all right, not I. I mean, completely off topic. Probably, <laughs> but I feel like video games is an escape. You get to take out that anger, that aggression of your day out, which is in fine. This thing. I'm just saying when it becomes obsessive, I feel, I feel that like, you're taking out of oh, your yeah. normal everyday life or putting money into it. Where I'm like, this is where I draw the but line. But I, like, I feel like at some point you you've got to grow up. You got to grow out of this. Like I'm not at the nail salon every freaking day. Like the stereotypical stuff that women are supposed to do, I'm not doing. So this. Is not happening. But I like playing with my friends. Huh? <laughs> I'd see, I'm not done playing with my friends. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, I bet you're just saying. But yeah, like, like the extreme. I mean, like yeah, I'm just like just I'm not down with it. No, I told, I'm not I told, down with it. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So like, okay, not nagging, being supportive, and you know what? Just like, just like hanging out and just being fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like you said before, like just conversation. You know, like that's like wifey material, man. Like it doesn't need to be like you know you, you don't need to you don't need to have a freaking BBL. You know what I'm saying? Right. You right. Don't, you, don't, you don't need that. Like, Which just become right now because you're like walking down the street you're like, that ain't real. There is no <laughs> way. Like, and sometimes I'm like, I know I'm straight, but that ain't real. <laughs> That's like, not real. You don't need to have it, the, you it know, bounces the fat too ass. too much. That doesn't really bounce that. <laughs> you don't need to have the fat ass big It comes out of her back yes. what is happening. But those, <laughs> but those are your nines and your tens. Right. That everyone appreciates. But it's just like, you know. But I feel like, you know, again. But you know. the the sight is a first and attracts somebody. Yeah. But it's I mean, like, it, just, I don't know, just good conversation. Don't be naggy. Be supportive. And just just be cool, man. That's it. You know, that's it. All right. My Girls. turn? Yeah, it's your turn. What is your biggest turn off? Turn off? Mm-hmm. My biggest turn off is um, <sighs> you thinking that I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Okay. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not the smartest person in the world. But like, if I am trying to tell you about something and I know what I'm saying, don't treat me as if I don't. <laughs> I can't stand that junkie there. So but I did my research before I came here. Thank you. <laughs> that's yeah. That's my thing. All right. Jack, your okay, last one. I feel like it was something that we really didn't discuss. Ooh. Or maybe we did. Sure. Red flags. Did there are so many. What's a red flag? Like, what are your... Okay, I, there's many wait, red flags. Re- wait, like a red flag or like a deal breaker? Like, no, red flag. Red flag. Like, Where uh, it's like, your uh, top, warning, pay attention, this like, might be going south. What would be your top five? Jesus. Red, okay, we'll say <laughs> top five because there's so many. Well yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, I don't... I don't thinking red flag terms. or okay you can weird, do then do I don't you can know. do deal breakers what are your deal breakers see see because i don't think we discussed really wait, discuss on, we before we get into that talking about deal breakers whereas when we were younger a major deal breaker for us would have been not having not a car. wanting to have kids yes and now at our age wanting to have kids would be a deal breaker for us yeah i'm too old for that I'm too old for it. That was, that was actually one of my questions too. I was like, if you were in, if you were in a relationship with somebody, I think would you have an, would you have another year child? Or two, like it really hit me that I'm closing in on forty, and although I would love to have another kid, my kids are sixteen and fourteen, and that's, I'm like, that's a gap to start over. all over again. <laughs> Add in that. Past age of 35, what, what do they call it? A geriatric pregnancy. pregnancy. I'm like, I, I I don't think I could ever do that again. I have, a, I have a friend who's like, yeah, I think her oldest just started college, and she just got like a nine-month-old. Well, like she's starting over again. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think and I she's could. 40. Do, yeah, she's 40. I don't think I could do that. I, I, I don't think I – and it's not so much for me – that it's more so, could I give that child the same life that I gave my other children? Sure. I mean, at I, my I youth and my prime time, like, could yeah. I give that child the same? And like the past couple of years, like, I'm really emotional about it. Like, I'm, I know my, my oldest is like two years away from college. My youngest is four. But I'm like, could I ever go back in time and do that? I think that's a deal breaker for somebody who wants to start their own family instead of joining a part of one where... You have adult children. I think at this point in my life, that's a deal breaker. I I have um I've had this conversation with my male friends, and you know I had one tell me that he he'll be in a relationship with a woman, but he won't marry her because he he feels that if she was if she was our age, because he's he's about forty, um, if he had a child at this point, like they would be sixty. You know, and and the life expense, the life expense expectancy of them would be shorter, and they would be depriving their child right. of having you know parents and then having grandparents for their children. You know, but on the other yeah. thing, on the other side of that, it's just like you know, we still can have kids. You know, and if there's an oops, it is what it is, and some men don't even care. They're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, but it's just. I think that's a that's a deal breaker for me. But that that that's a big thing that I've been uh, facing with myself at you know um, getting older, where it's like okay, I'm at this stage in my life. Not not to say like you know do I want kids? I mean I do, but it's like should I? 
Because yeah. again, like I'm, I'm up. But there, then there's you know? also but men. I also think it's different for men. But the, there's than also it is men. for women. The, because a man can find a 22 year old and be happy with them and and find yeah, like or your a 25 year old, 28 year old doesn't expire. And women are having babies later in life. Sure, now. but still, but that doesn't change. Sure, I can find a 22 year old or whatever, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm at yes. where I'm at. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So like, you won't. when my kid is like 18, I'll be like, you know, 97. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> you know? yes. So yes. like, just, 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 like, just like what, you're, but, uh, you, know, just but, like what you said. Yeah, like what you I mean, the said. other thing is too, like some men, you know, going back to, to dating women w- with children, some men have a feel away about other men's, you know, other children that aren't their own. I can attest to that. You know, yes. like they want their own biological, yes. chil- you know, child. Um, I was having, uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody and they said that they were dating this woman and she had a child and he lived with her and he paid that child no mind because that's not his child. Nope. So nah, red flag, red flag for me, not in my house. Well, that's what, so he would ask me, he's like, you know, am I in the wrong? And I'm like, well, as a mom, if I'm dating you and you're living with me, you know, my child is not only my responsibility, it is also yours. Now I'm not saying you, you reprimand the child. You're, you know, you're not the child's father. The child has a father, but if you are the only adult in the house, then you are responsible for that child, whether you liked it or not. Yeah, you, so he you was very, with me. Like, right. He was very <laughs> like, he would buy groceries and it was his groceries. It wasn't, she can't touch it and she can't eat it. So like to me, Absolutely I'm like, Absolutely not. Goodbye. Well, right. And you know, <laughs> next place. And it's just mind boggling to me. Like, that men well, that's like the that. other thing is I never got to that stage in, in dating where, I had to determine how much say that other person got in my child's life. Right. Same. I never got to that stage. A lot of other people I know have been remarried and they're like a second dad. You know, they're the, what do they call them? The bonus dad or whatever. I've never gotten to that stage. I don't know what that's like, but I don't know how much responsibility I would allow another individual to have over my children. Especially having girls. I don't trust anybody. I feel you. I feel it, it depends on the And even age. if I ever got remarried, I don't even know if I would ever trust that person 100% around my children because a lot of stories go, that was my stepdad, sure. not with me. Sure, sure. I'm not giving you the opportunity to hurt my children. Sure. I mean, I feel like it depends on, on the age of the child that's true at too. the time. Because if, they're, if they were a baby... I'm past my mark. I'm not saying right now. I know, but I'm saying I'm past my mark. You know, if if it was like a newborn, but when they were something. growing, but even when they were growing up, like I never knew, you know, what that other person was going to do to my child if they could abuse him, if they couldn't. Would I end up being one of those women? I was like, no, my husband could never. I didn't know, and that always scared me so much to trust somebody else around my children, especially because I had girls. I feel you. But um, to answer your question, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we get sidetracked. Probably uh, religion is a I guess deal breaker, red flag. Well, not red flag, uh, deal breaker. Okay. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that you need to be the same as mine, but it's similar. gonna it's gonna be an issue. Yeah, similar. Yeah. It, it, it's just similar gonna be an beliefs. issue. It yeah. really is. Similar beliefs. Yeah, it's it's just gonna be an issue. That um, also too because it comes down to parenting. 
That too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it does. Because you can have a conversation with a significant other about differences of beliefs, but when it comes to raising a child, you I think that's when it really on how to raise the becomes child. prominent the differences. Yeah. No, yeah. Definitely that. Um uh, what was it? Religion. Um Yeah, oh, like I was saying before, I would have to concur with your friend about like the single motherhood thing like that would be very difficult for me for one, just because I don't want to be, I don't want to be the end piece of your puzzle. Hmm. I want to start it. You know, I want my own family and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So like, that's the big thing. Um, that, and I guess something, I don't want to say tedious, but like, like smoking. <laughs> you know something small. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't, mean, it is. Just... Don't worry, girl. I still owe you five minutes. You know <laughs> <laughs> As I inhale my vape. <laughs> I mean, okay. you know, so you I'm out like, of the running. It's you, fine. You want the lungs to work? I mean, for that screaming. For the five minutes. Oh my god. It's five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, was that was that it? No, I think you had one more. No, don't you? I don't know. You tell me. I think you have one more. I think you have one more. You have one more. I'm saving mine for last. Oh, jeez. All right, go ahead. All right, what did I say? All right. Um, This is your last one. I know this is my last one. Damn, I did so well. That was that was a good one. I mean, you had holding mine. You you guys are good ones. This determines our friendship for the next twenty years. Mine. Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. No pressure. Mm. All right. Where do you see yourself for the next five years? In the next five years, what's five years from now? Twenty twenty-five. Uh, Twenty-six. Bro. Jesus, yeah, you're right. You're welcome. Listen, you're welcome. we celebrate. We we were at Warner Brothers Studio Store, <laughs> worrying about the computers going down for Y two K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's how old together. we are. Together. So twenty twenty-six, I would hopefully would be promoting Ooh. my second book. All right. All right. Promoting my second book. I want to write a book, too. I started. I'm not going to lie. Go ahead, girl. I was told. It's a smutty thing. And this is her fault. It was her fault. Mm -hmm. Because I went with her. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? No. This one decides she wants to go see a a psychic. I've done that before. And this psychic told me I was going to write a book. And it was going to um, reach the world and change people's lives. I have not started. Let's but that do but, it. but that doesn't mean what she said she didn't ain't true. Say when. You can come in on my on my biker romance novel. It's fine. So um, But yeah. Uh promoting my second book, uh being We didn't get the first. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, it's twenty twenty six. Oh, he hasn't okay. written it. Okay. Oh my bad. My bad. It'll be two I can't books. wait to read it. Um It's amazing. Yeah. Hopefully. Five out of five. Is Hopefully a, being or 10 out of 10 very, out of very happy with uh, a girl, if not a wife. Oh, we going to a wedding. Crunch time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ready for my last one? No, because the, <laughs> the thing is, like, you know, again, and I, and I am going to have a uh, podcast on this where it's like a friend of mine was telling me. Well, he he put in he put it into perspective because with him he was saying that he might not be able to have children with his wife, right? So he's mm. so he said that like okay, I have to f- 
uh, abandon that dream of mine and, yeah. ha- and now live a life, this new life that I didn't think I that I was going to I feel like have. you can, you know, with with technology now, you can do so many things. Like, I understand. You know, but, they do. But that's what it he was comes down and to psychologically was, saying oh, yeah. this was, is not. He was pre- he's, he's prepared for The blood of my it. blood. So like. It's, it's a difficult thing to accept. Like, have you ever sat down and just said to yourself, like, I'm never going to feel pregnant again. I am never going to have that newborn, like the newborn smell. Yeah. And I think in the past five years, they it's like that, they really, have that, they have that in the tree, you know, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 air, new car. the air freshener <laughs> That's new car. in the car, the newborn smell. <laughs> smells the like new Johnson baby and smell. Johnson. <laughs> I, I think in the last five years, it's really hit me. And, and more specifically in like the past couple of months, as my, kids are both in high school mm. my youngest is in high school and i'm trying to deal with that and then thinking like my oldest is going off to college in two years i'm like i will never be pregnant again i will never ever get that feeling again i will i, I just won't have it again and it's been a very tough pill to swallow mm. at least i think for me. that i i've made my peace with it because when i was younger i gave myself until i was 35 I said after 35, if I'm if I don't have a kid, like I'm not yeah. having one, and it came and went, <laughs> you know. And it's it, I made my peace with it, and yeah. and I'm okay with it. Like I yeah. don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like I'm missing another child only because we keep reproducing. <laughs> so there's yeah. always a baby we, we, somewhere. We, we true, went true. from right. our generation of seven to like we're at, I think we're at to fifteen right now. We're, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be so f- we're doing fine. But yeah. I think for me it was I'm okay with giving them back. Maybe because <laughs> I thought once I got married that it was it again I lived in in this world where it was till death do us part and like I'm a bury you fucker <laughs> and it didn't work Whether out that like way right. and I was like. I was missing that that third that boy that something and it's you know when you're going through a divorce your lawyer's like in a couple years you'll be you'll be remarried and I'm like I'm not remarried what do I do <laughs> the statistics oh, what's so happening wrong. what's that and 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 I guess that's that's the, the other thing years, too it's with like, me I've, it's not gonna happen it's not coming I didn't we're not have going that backwards mm-hmm. no I never had that fairy tale in my head I never had the I did you know yeah. I'm I've never been married. So it, to me, I don't feel like I'm, I'm missing out on marriage because I I have friends that are married and some have great marriages and some have shitty ones and some have you know, okay ones and it's like, there's no part of me that goes, I'm missing that. Right. To me, I'm like I am better off without. You know, I mean, granted, the happy ones, I'm like you know maybe, sure. but like just in general, like I'm just, I, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, and and not having, I mean it. Once I hit, when I was getting closer to 35, it started hitting me. But now it's just a part of me. So now I'm like, I've made my peace with it. And, you know, like I said. I'm not quite there yet. I'm I'm, I'm on the cusp. But I'm like, I'm never, ever going to But like every every year we have a new baby. So it's just like, oh, there's another one. It's just like, I don't know. You know, and we're all girls. Yeah, but with every one, I'm just like. (laughs) <laughs> can that be me oh god i wish like i'll like i'll do it i'm sure someone will hand one over <laughs> nobody's handed one over yet <laughs> but yeah so for me it's like i don't know I, I i might need to come in like not even like with peace but like prepare for a life of just singledom just not have 
you know. Well, you don't have to be uh, single. No, no, no. You just not But have, I mean, like, have like, no, but yeah, I mean, that too, I don't know. Family. But not even that. But like, I, I could just be single and that, there's no guarantee that I am going to be with somebody. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I've I even, won't honestly, have a I've even wife thought about child. fostering, and so. I'm like, I just, I don't think I can emotionally do it. Right. Be no, attached to a child and then hand them back. I can't do it. Oh, that. right, right, yeah, right. I don't think I can, nah, I can do nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. I actually was approached by a, a friend of mine uh, a very long time ago asking if I would be willing to be a surrogate. Oh, wow. Uh, for him and his boyfriend. Oh, I offered myself up to a friend of mine to be a surrogate. And, uh, Jesus. I mean, at the time, I was just like, I mean, I mean, they're just eggs, mm-hmm. you know, to me. They were just eggs, and it's, you know, it, I'm helping somebody. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm helping somebody else, um, you know, have a child, have, you know, whatever. It's just like, we, you know, we're born, we're born with X amount, and technically, they get wasted once a month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they kind of go. <laughs> right. So if I hand one over, at least I know you know I would I would be something. helping somebody. But you know, after I offered it or whatever, and I mean nothing ever came of it. It was just a would you be able to do it? Mm-hmm. Um, then I thought about the psychological aspects of it. Yes. You know, like seeing would, a child that resembled you that looks like a part of your family. Yeah, and like you re, you know you you incubated it. Yeah. Right. No. Um, I would I be I able to? Then I just... offered myself up to a close um, friend of mine that she had good eggs. He had good sperm, but for whatever reason, her body was not able to tolerate it. And I'm like, mine again. <laughs> and I offered myself up mm. See, I don't know if as a last different. resort. I don't know if that'd be different because technically it wouldn't be biologically yours. Right, that's why yeah. I said that I maybe would be able to do it. Mm. That's why I offered myself up. Thankfully, she was able to conceive her own and, and, and maintain it and then give birth to her, and I, we're not even that close anymore. Oh, that's, that would have been mad. <laughs> right? I'm like, uh, I need some, like... I was the incubator, and, like, I don't get not even a Christmas card. Sorellis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Last question. Okay. Who do you think killed JFK? What? <laughs> you said random. There's random. Really? Yes. This determines our friendship for the next 20 years. Oh, my Free- God. Uh, Magneto in uh, Days of Future Past. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm done. <laughs> she saw it. Podcast over. <laughs> they, Absolutely They not. literally showed you when he did it. That is the only question I came up with he, ahead of time, okay? He controlled the bullet. No. And it, and it, of you know, all the questions. He said random, right? That was the most random least, I could get. I, I feel like my questions were better. Were more thought He said random. Uh, it was, could be about anything. That was super random. <laughs> All right. Here's Nobody the, at least about you this part. You couldn't have asked him about the squid game? No. Oh it was JFK. God. It is a very important issue with me, okay? Anyway, carry on. Wow. All right. So the, the last question. Moving of the, on. The last question. It was question. the government by accident. <laughs> <laughs> the last question and then he gets of the podcast. All right, this is from uh, the Ann, yeah, the Skin Deeps, the Ann Self Edition card game. What it's, is this? It's one card. It's all Why about. Have we never played this. It's at all our many get together. No, it's, it's no. It's all about self self reflection. It's only oh, one all card. Right. It's all right. only one card. Okay. We all answer it. This is card number fifty two for everybody keeping count at home. How do you know that? All right. Does so I, I no. I've counted them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a number. I was like, oh, they're numbered. No, they're not numbered. 
All right, so the question is... This is why I don't get a microphone. Hmm, uh, how is my ego involved in this? Involved in what? Just it, it, in life? In whatever you think I that think question means. I don't think it is means. anymore. I think, it, I think you've reached an age where your ego is Wait, no are we, longer involved. Pause. Are we answering it upon ourselves or like just... Well, I was basing it on how, him. How, however, I we were still however, going questions on Martini. No, no, no. No, these are however, how, however you feel that question pertains. How is my ego involved in this? How is my? I I don't think I have an ego anymore. I think I've been knocked down a couple notches, and it's just reality of what it is. I know my self worth, and I expect the same from somebody else. So ego doesn't play it into a factor anymore, at least for me. Okay, that's good. Hmm. I all right. I think uh, the opposite. I think that I've been, I've put myself down so much that I have finally come into myself and I'm not uh, allowing anyone to put me down. And, you know, I will fight for what I feel I deserve. And, you know, I don't want to say what I'm owed, but it's, you know, kind of like for everything that I've been through, like I'm owed something, some kind of peace, some kind of recognition for, you know, just getting through what I did and, 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 you know, I am who I am now because of my past experiences. And I feel like now I'm, I'm more comfortable in doing it and not being ashamed or afraid of it and not giving a shit what anybody says. I feel Amen. you. No, uh, freaking hashtag, validate cop- hashtag copy and paste. Like, ser- <laughs> no, seriously. Like, well, you know, with my, well, you know, how's my ego involved in this? It's like, it's the same thing. Like every day, like that's why, again, I, would like a partner that's uh introspective and loves to like self-reflect because i i literally do that every day i've been doing it i've been doing it all my life but like seriously for like the past nine years since i uh got disengaged you know what i mean so it's just self-reflecting you know who i am like wasn't my fault whatever oh nobody wants me blah 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 what was me and to just find myself throughout you know just seeing other people i mean not like dating but like just seeing other people mm-hmm. seeing how they live how how i am how i react to things what my opinion is on things starting this again um i have definitely been coming into my own and like i not beginning but like i do love who i am becoming you know i'm just i am yes. becoming my own becoming myself and and i like that and i am becoming more confident whereas i was never confident like in my life, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Fe- I feel like at, at a, I mean, I'm not going to say at a certain age, but I feel like after enough life experiences and we'll say, you know, trauma is just for the sake of saying sure. it, you know, we, you get to the point where you just need to be a, unapologetically yourself. Yeah. Like absolutely. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't care. care what anybody thinks of me. Yeah. Like I you, don't care about anybody else's opinion. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Like I can't, it's, you know, what you see is what you get. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, just in general, a lot of people need to be more like that. No, definitely. Yes. Um, well, that is the end of the show. Thank you, ladies, so fun. much. That was fun. We should do this again. So much fun. No, I can, yeah, we I can bring love, you guys in. We love talking about us. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you haven't noticed. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you freaking 
down a bottle of wine like on this damn. Right, you don't have to call us out. I know. Right, can you not? I mean, well, I'm sure they'll notice that was more <laughs> while, while they hear you. They'll they'll definitely notice. <laughs> it's been a long way. I mean, I feel like I was talking normal. No, but no, 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 no. But no, thank you guys. Like it was really it was yes, it was like it was right. a much much better than I expected. You know, I yeah. I know, feel really like was. um I feel a lot of things. Um you know, single parents just in general and dating is very underrepresented just in, you know, yep. anything. Just like, you know, no one really talks about it. No one discusses it. No one. I'm, I mean, it's one of those I think things. it's both extremes of like, you know, being a baby mama. Yeah, the, or the, just the, like the, being the stigma like the, yes, with it. Yes. The yeah. stigma with it, yeah. You know, it's just, I feel like, you know, it should be discussed more because. You're either the, the one who keeps the. Baby the, away the, from the yeah, dad. Yeah, the baby daddy away from the parent, or you're the other extreme where you get railroaded by whatever he says, and there's like no in between. There's no light to the real struggle of everything and the, the constant balance act. No one really disagrees with, you know, baby mama stereotypes. No. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Or that of or recognizing where the baby mamas are actually holding everything together. In trying to not insult baby daddy or have the kids realize who the baby daddy really is and just kind of keep the family flowing. They're, they're the glue. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are women out there that, you know, hold their shit together and, yeah, and hold it together. But then there's the other ones that take advantage of the system. And I feel like those are the ones that are um, discussed highlighted, more, yeah. highlighted, you know. And, and mm-hmm. then there's us where we're just, you know, doing what we do to survive just to make sure that, you know, our kids don't feel it don't feel it mm-hmm. and you know they can appreciate the sacrifices that not only we have made for them but as our parents have made for us right you know as, you know not going back to the whole we're the first generation born here and, and yeah. a lot i feel like a lot of uh immigrant families are feel the same way yeah maybe yeah right, no but seriously thank, thank you guys it was it was great thank you for your input i'm sure a lot of people will have gained a lot of insight you know, into the, into your stories, but also what, you know, single motherhood is and giving it that positive light that, that, that subject matter craves, you know? So thank you very much. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean. And I am the Inquisitive Nobody.